Capri, and welcome to We the Gamer Cast that publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday. Thank you for subscribing, for rating the show on Apple Podcasts, for telling a friend, for telling your mom, for telling your dog, for telling the sparrow who visits you in your backyard. Maybe it's a chickadee. Maybe it's an owl. Thank you for uh, telling everybody and everything in your life. I appreciate you guys. Uh, We're here, and it's going to be an amazing conversation with Justin Masson. That's why you're here. Um, but before I get too far ahead of myself, here's the deal. Every week I have a sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games, and if you want to be on the show, it's pretty easy. Just uh, tweet at me, at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. I am going to go through a batch of scheduling pretty soon. I know that's what you guys are here to, buy. <laughs> you guys are here to hear about is my scheduling plans, but it's going to happen. There's a bunch of you who have reached out, and I appreciate you guys. We're going to get to it. My throat is a little tired. Could you guys hear that in the hay? I'm not, I'm not stoked about the hay today this this week um that was the second one i did this is about as good as it's gonna get it's 11 15 i just wrapped up a two plus hour conversation with justin masson and just like last week when i was reflecting on just having a chance to have some one-on-one time with chris johnston from player one podcast i am now at the point where i can just this is this sounds like a humble maybe i don't want this to sound like a humble brag or anything even remotely close to it. it's just like i'm very grateful that i can just like hit up I can I can text Justin Mass and go like, hey man, let's chat. It's been a while. Let's do let's do we the gamer cast. And he's like, sure, pal. Anything for you. And that's kind of what this is. This is like a normally for people who have listened to the show for maybe at least one episode, perhaps even like two hundred episodes plus. Um, I usually kind of talk to you guys at this point, tell you like everything that's going on in my life and how I'm feeling about stuff and all the stuff. But honestly, like I kind of just like talk to Justin about. It. <laughs> about everything that's going on dude like we talk about everything this is a uh it's gonna be a shorter intro because we we dive deep and we just uh we have a really this is a classic sweet hang so you guys are really gonna enjoy this uh but before we get into it i want to i want to let you guys know that you can go to a a website a a worldwide web internet website called patreon.com slash yumi capri and you can support this show like almost 50 people do uh, and i want to take a moment to thank everybody who does over there especially the diamond executive producer slimer snarf and jonathan brown the platinum producer dallas ford and all of our gold members like xavier reyes ashley nicholson argo gene k marcus o'neill trucker sloth skinny matt and james johnson dr doom thank you so much everybody over there keeping the boat afloat uh guys this whole year is crazy we we talk about that and a trillion other things with my good friend justin masson we're gonna get into it man we're gonna talk about i think we're gonna talk about hot tubs we're gonna talk about stadia all the things that you would expect <laughs> when you bring on a Nintendo dad on here. I'm excited for you guys to jump into it. Uh, I wanted to get a uh, some music from Sonic <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. So we'll jump into some some Sonic music I found on OC Remix in a second here. Uh, please check out Justin Masson on Twitter at Masson23. Uh, Nintendo dad's been podcasting for years and years. Uh, I wanted to uh, pay Justin back a little bit. Whenever you're a guest on the Nintendo dads, you're in for like a three and a half, maybe a six hour night. And I know he was expecting maybe an hour tonight, so I kept him for two. So please enjoy my my sweet hang with my sweet, sweet friend, Justin Masson. I actually don't like look up my Skype password. That's how like long it <laughs> I would be lost, dude, if it, if it didn't like automatically log me in i'd just be like well 
That was that era. Moving on from <laughs> Skype. Peace out. <laughs> well, the show's done. I can't forget my Skype password. I'm out. Bye-bye. Well, part of me thinks like, you know, I had Chris Johnson on last week and then you this week. And I'm like, I think I'm good. Like, maybe this is it. This is just, it'd be fitting that, you know, the last episode of Weedy Gamercast would just be you. It'd be fine. Sure. I'd be fine. Would that, that be fitting? How is that fitting? I don't know. I don't know if fitting's right the right word. It would be <laughs> satisfying. It wouldn't be fitting. Like, it wouldn't really, okay. it has nothing to do with anything at all, really. Okay. But I'd be, <laughs> I'd be good with it. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I would die a happy man. Like, the show would die a happy all right, all right. entity. Uh, I thought there was this idea of, like, well, it seemed fitting that Justin killed We yeah. the Gamer Cast. <laughs> yeah, like, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> you realize this was the bottom of the barrel. We realized with this guy coming back three times. Is that uh, it? Is you only three probably- times? No, there's got to be more times than that. Maybe four. Uh, maybe four. Maybe. Maybe. Well, last you, and time Zach, we... you and Zach were on. Well, you and Zach you did and two. Zach. You guys did two in a uh, row. Yeah, we did. It was a long-form episode. I, I almost count there's just one appearance, though, right? It felt like a, like a long-form. But yeah, no. It's yeah. been, I think, four times. Yeah. This so. is this is the only time that I catch up with anybody anymore. Like, okay. I, I spend most of my day at work, and then I uh, once a week get to catch up with a buddy on, on the you internet. Know, you know, and that's you know, and that's kind of the world that we're living in now. Like it feels right, mm. and and we've kind of made that comment in uh, like Nintendo Dads how how important that is for me every week now because yeah. that really is like we've talked. You know, Tim is like, you know, we always do our little you know you know BS at the beginning of it, right? A little roundtable conversation, yeah. And the conversation is always just like I, you know, I get really excited to be here, yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, just to connect with people and like. Because this would be stuff that, you know, and again, we've talked about this before, like, sure, you'd, hey, you want to go to the pub? You want to go, I know. you know, you want to go to an escape room and hang out? You want to go do a, a board game room? Dude, you wanna we do, should like, totally do an escape room together. Do you know they have virtual escape rooms? I did not. Of course they yes, do. Yes, we've done, no, we have done it now two weekends in a row. Oh, that's awesome. It's really? so cool. Yeah, so like you jump on a Zoom call. Like, so la- this last Saturday, we had, how many people? Was it like 10 people? Get out of here. No, 12, 12 people, 12 people. So it was... Six, yeah, it was six couples. Yeah, and so yeah, you 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 join in a call, but because it's that large, they break you into different groups. Yeah, but you're all doing the same room. Oh no way! That makes sense. Yeah, so each breakout room is its own room. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Oh my god, that sounds awesome! Like we don't even have to be in the same country, and it can work. Yeah, right. And then you jump in, and it's all on a laptop. And uh, so me and me and Jody just pulled into my office here, and I've got all the monitors set up and. You know, grab that some snacks. And it was I've never like, done oh, one before. I've never yeah, done one, period. Not even really? a real one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Man, I love escape rooms. Oh, they sound incredible. Well, this is the thing. Like, I don't want to, like, get too used to just us doing virtual stuff. Like, this, yeah. I feel like there's not a whole lot of regret I hold in my life. But it's like, we had all these opportunities to just, like, we're not that far away. We're a couple hours yeah. away. Like, it's not, it's not Australia. Yeah. But it's, like, all this chance and, you know, now we're prohibited from it. Well, I think it's the thing that I think it's the thing that you never appreciate you have until it's gone, and I don't mean that disparaging like yeah. disparagingly like I'm gone, right? Or like either of us are gone, but the opportunity isn't there, right? Yeah, yeah. You can always say like, "Ah, oh, sure, look, we can go we'll next week." Get there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And that was that was a little bit of something that even I discovered as when we were living in Ireland. Yeah, right. Was people were like, "Man, your country's so amazing!" Like, how much of your country have you seen? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, None of it. that's an awkward <laughs> conversation." Yeah, right. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, "Not a lot of it." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh." But I was, but and the commentary there being because it's always there, sure. Right? And also, it's enormous. Yeah, there is that part of it as well. But everyone's like, "Oh, you must have gone down to this campsite or this hiking trail." And you're like, "Yeah, 
yeah, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm, um, and I mm-hmm. feel like I should now because you're guilting me into it. Mm-hmm, Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but because it's always there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing that I think everyone probably from this takes away from it yeah. is that we kind of, um, maybe you didn't go to that party. You didn't go over to the, see the friend of the pub. Maybe you didn't go to the escape room because sure. Look at, there'll be next weekend. Oh, and okay. I think what COVID has taught us is that like, we're not dying. Well, yeah. You know, but like, in all fairness, maybe you need to take those moments. You need mm-hmm. to say, yeah, I'm going to carve out that time. Those are important things. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just a, a rant. But yeah, like it's it's so it's so easy. Well, I thought about that before of like doing extra. I think I, I think I called you last year about this. I was like, yeah. we should do extra life at your house. Oh and you were God. like, I'm getting on a plane and I'm going to New Jersey. And I was like, <laughs> all right, well, that's cool. Uh, I'm not going to New Jersey. You could you could still come here and like you could have this like the space would be open for you like. Chelsea would be yeah. very kind to you, and the kids will, will love seeing you. I'm sure you. she would. She seems like an amazing person that mm-hmm. I've never met in actual real life. That's crazy to think about, too. But that's just right. it, man. Like, I just feel like this is all, like, at one point, it's all going to go away. We're all going to get our zombie shots, the things that will eventually mm-hmm. turn us into vampires or zombies or yes. lichens or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, but if, for a brief moment between the vaccination and turning into the undead, uh, we'll have some sweet, sweet hangs in real life together, man. I think we, that'd be amazing. That'd be so amazing. Yeah. I think we're getting uh, there. I think Alberta is is a place. I think that's where, like, you know, we all went to Rome last time. We all went to the yeah. States. We're all here, dude. You know? Yeah. Like, we're all, everybody's here. We've got the whole, mm-hmm. it's like it's like five hours separates at least a dozen of us at the very least. Yeah. I, I mean, and I, I think the other part of it is just saying to our folks in America, like, sure, look, come on up. Right? Like, Why you know. Why wouldn't they? You know, Bobby doesn't have a passport. No, he actually like that's, that's a huge reason he hasn't like come to visit is like he he actually can't. He's not. Like, <laughs> does he? Okay, so there's a whole lot I want to unpack. <laughs> does, does like does he not have a passport because he just never got one? Is it because like when he was like you know 16 years old he committed a felony and they won't give him one? Yeah, yeah. Is I it that actually... he doesn't believe the world exists beyond the United States of America? Like column A, column B. <laughs> 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 yeah, he, he 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 hasn't been able to to leave. So like maybe this will I don't know. Hopefully, open his eyes a little bit. I, like it's cheaper for the, everybody to come here. Like this is what yeah. I just don't understand. Like you guys are dollars here. better here. Honestly, you'd be millionaires. It's like getting that nickel oh in Bratislava, gosh. and he's going to open up his own hotel. Like it's this right? Yeah, yeah. No, I so mean, that makes would, sense. I mean, that would, that would totally make sense. We could, I think we so. could go and ahead. I mean, go hang out with Bioware, right? Those lads are up in Edmonton, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, I wonder if they're maybe they just, maybe they just you know what though. Shots. I don't want to distract them. They should just like hunker down, and get their get their shit together. <laughs> get some, you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe they could just like get back to uh, get back to the to the grind. What kind of beer are you drinking tonight? Uh, so this is well. So this is in a Cheers cup. By the way, I can't see it because it's stupid. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, from Boston, but this is a electric IPA, white IPA. Mm-hmm. I was part of a beer advent calendar. This year, I love it. Yeah, the the true spirit of Christmas. Yeah, I know the true. Yeah, beer Advent. So Mm -hmm. we there was twelve guys that got together. Uh, This one guy kind of like runs this this like I would call it conglomerate of uh, of of people that come together, and everyone brings in like two beer. So in total, there's twenty four beer, and then he organizes and sorts it all together, and then you come and pick it all up. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Facebook group you join. You all kind of drink together, and I jumped on a couple of his podcasts and chatted. Well, get about out of beer. here! As if I knew anything about it, other than I'm say, like, it's it tasty. smells good. Yeah, I was like, it's tasty. He's like, oh, you can really taste the the barley. Oh no there way! And the oh. Notes, and I was like, 
this would taste good with nachos. <laughs> like that's like, that's my my. And then and then he's he brings on this guy brings on uh, like some actually breweries from Alberta. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, Justin, can you jump in when the call? He was like, all right, sure. So I jump in. I'm like way over my head. Yeah. I'm like, I should not be in this conversation. My, my Good for you like, for doing it, though, man. Good for I was you. Like, so what? What food do you serve with this beer? Like that? I was, yeah. I was totally playing the fat kid role, you know. Dude, like I, I once was asked onto a podcast to talk about my favorite game, and I had to back out shortly afterwards. I'm like, I don't know what it is, and I don't even know what I like. I got like paralyzed by this. Really? I'm like, I don't even know. Like, and I think it was maybe a lot of other stuff going on at the same time. But I'm like, so good for you for like. I, I would be so intimidated by like the the knowledge well of like yeah the, you can taste this and you can obviously tell that this was i don't know brewed in something with i don't know some sort of special log at the bottom i have no idea i don't even know how they make beer it's magic i think, <laughs> I think sometimes it just breaks it down to like just just the simple things yeah Do you know what i mean like like i here's the simple thing i like the taste of it like yeah. what, what would you, what would you pair with this? How'd you do? How'd you make this? Yeah. Right. And it's, and I think it's I mean, it's one of those things that you do really well, right? And I think every time you jump on these shows is like you're not an expert. Yeah, I'd ask a ton of questions. But I think it's you, fascinating. But, but what you do is you just ask, you mm-hmm. inquire, right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you ask those questions and become curious and listen, then you can figure it out, right? Yeah. And may, stumble your way through. But I don't know. yeah, I'm yeah. just wondering how much further along that's going to get me in like my professional life. You know, like I wonder at <laughs> one, but that's the whole like they're going to figure me out one of these days. Is like. He's just asking questions. The dumb shit doesn't know a damn thing. <laughs> we pay him for this. There's there's an imposter syndrome with everything that we. Oh, do. big time. Right? Like there's you're always afraid the veil is going to fall. Right, yeah. the mask is going to fall off, and there's going to be this reality. And husband, dad, yeah. podcaster, yeah, like every role, stuff, every hat right? we we wear, yeah. You, you never really have it together, but you have you have enough of it that it holds together for a moment. You know, there's been, and I don't know. I, this is. I hope that it comes across in the right way. There's been a couple of times where somebody said to me, like, it seems like you've got your stuff together. And I Ooh. just feel terrible for tricking people when they say yeah. that. Like they're no, not even, not even a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. but I do look to you and I go like, okay, when I grow up, I want to be like Justin Masson. <laughs> don't, don't say that see, see what I mean? So you did the exact same thing that I yeah. do. It's like, no, definitely not. But, but that is, that is true. And I think even just because when we met, like you were a dad and I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, like you're, 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 I don't know how to say this without making it sound like you're just an old geezer, but like sure. you had, you had kids. Little, I don't know. What, what, how old more, were you? At, age. How old were you when you had kids? I am, oh, I'd have to really think 20. about that if somebody asked me that. Yeah, no, I was, uh, uh, 27. Okay. That's way younger than I was. Like I was 32 in Lincoln. Was yeah. Right? Cause, cause I'm thinking here cause Rylan is turning, 13 this year, and Holy I'm turning 40 this crap. year. You're turning 40 this year? I thought you were like my age. Yeah. What the heck? I mean, How old that are far you? I mean, I'm 36. Like, it's not like that far off. Okay. Okay. I'm like, I'm doing pretty rough. Good for you. You look great. I, you know, what you don't see on the screen is there's a lot of gray hair that's no coming way, through really? in here. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been graying. Actually, I'll be honest. The move to Ireland actually accelerated probably my gray. Oh, really? Um, just the emotional stuff that we had gone through, like oh, all man. that buildup and all that. It wasn't until like I, we got there and I was, I looked in the mirror one day. I was like, oh, you did like damn. the Santa Claus thing. You look in the mirror. And just yeah, like, a little, yeah, a little bit. But yeah. And so that's it. That's another challenge. So why I don't like my hair getting long is because the gray comes out more. Yeah. So I try, especially on the sides, like the sideburns around. The, I try and keep that nice and trim. It's oh, coming really? in my beard. No, which it is looks even distinguished. The worst part. It's a good look. It's a good I, look. But the worst part is, Sean, I can't grow a beard. 
Mm. I have never been able yeah, to grow either. a beard, but what I am now growing is just patches of gray, which oh, is just yeah. more frustrating. I'm like, you could allow me to have a nice beard. You think by now? <laughs> like, is there is there still more? Like, do you have to apply like the chia pet sort of like mud on your face? <sighs> I thought I'm gonna be very honest. Facebook has got me some really good advertising oh, lately damn. that I like. I've like mm-hmm. leaned into. Yeah, and I saw this thing. I watched the video like twice, and it was like putting this kind of like. Yeah, beard growth on it. I'm like, I'm not. I'm, just, I, I'm not going to be a 40 year old man trying to buy beard cream to it's try like and beard extensions. Grow. Like women have yeah. extensions; they it's make like their hair look man. nice and long and full and everything. Like, what is that? Like, what do we staple onto our faces for these uh, uh, for these sweet sweet beards? That's a, that's a good point, right? Like that should be the Maybe way. Just onto something. I think that's. I mean, we should really just end this call and talk about a marketing strategy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, but no, yeah, I turned 40 this year. Yeah, how are you um, dealing with that? Uh, you know, you know, I, I don't want to sound like age is just a number. Yeah. Sure doesn't really bother me that yeah, much. Good for you. Yeah. Um, although like stupidly enough, a couple of years ago, I signed up when we got back to Canada for a mud run. Yeah. That hurts. Uh, Very yeah, painful. Well, yeah. And I was like, okay, I have some time to, I have some time to train for this thing. So mm-hmm. it was supposed to be in 2020. Yeah. I had this kind of training partner. He's like, yeah, we're going to train together. I was like, Awesome. It got canceled or, or delayed, so it's like awesome. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. great. I'm okay with that. Gives me more time to procrastinate and maybe sure. slowly start to train. And they moved it to 2021, and they moved it to the day after my 40th birthday. Awesome, awesome. July 24th. I'm yeah. supposed to run six kilometers and go through like a mud tunnel obstacle like, course obstacles. thing. And I was like, Is it in Red Deer or Lethbridge? It is in Red Deer. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's been going on for years. It's yeah. very intense. This is the thing. That, that like, doesn't make me feel better at all. I, I think you might. I think you. I, I might know, die. You might. I was, I was going to say it. I kind of backed off of it. Because <laughs> I don't, don't want to joke about that kind of stuff anymore. I think we should be able to joke about whatever. But like, I mean, our friend had a close call recently, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've you, been, you I've could been be training in, now, though. I've been running every week. Have you? Yeah. Every week, uh, about three kilometers on a Wednesday with a running guy, a running friend. Uh, and that's kind of my start of that. I'm like, I, I got like, they have to run, I have to run six kilometers. And I'm like, well, it ain't going to be getting any better if that's I don't really start trying. Yeah. So good yeah. for you, man. That's awesome. You look great. I got to say like, you're just I like, you're, you're just glowing. You have a glow to you. That's probably the beer. That's probably mm, the beer. Maybe. What maybe. do you drink? I've just got my, my, I'm, I'm now calling it diet coffee. My decaf. I'm just calling it diet coffee. Like it's, it's. <laughs> totally unnatural and i and i fill it with splenda and like whatever but i actually haven't had beer in a, in a while and i i it's more of it's less of a i actually don't know what it is because i love beer like i mm. really maybe that's just it like it's kind of a, i'm a little afraid of how much i like it sure you know like, why a, i just have one yeah that's the hard part of it right like you just you can't, yeah, there's a bit of self-control i did find after the after the month long advent calendar i kind of came off it pretty hard I was like, no, I'm going to take a bit of a rest yeah, from, yeah. from here for a couple of weeks. There's few things like, so, you know, I've done, I've done a number of unhealthy things, I think, in my life. Like, there was a short period of time where I smoked. There's a short, well, maybe a medium length of time where I really drank beer. Yeah. Um, and in, in some of those cases, like, it became immediately apparent to me how unhealthy they were. Like, I'm, uh, like as, I had asthma as a kid, so, like, smoking didn't help matters yeah, yeah. you know i climb a set of stairs and go like well this isn't a good situation <laughs> for me and with beer it's like i immediately feel like i don't know i don't want to, I don't want to say drunk but i immediately feel its effects like yeah. i can drink quite a bit before i i you know pass out or anything crazy yeah. like that but i feel like 
bloated and fat from it. I feel full. Like I feel all the like the in addition to how tasty it is, I get all the crappy parts about it. And those are the types of things that like lead me away from continuing smoking or continuing to to drink beer. And it's like it's I'm of two minds of it because I think that there's a lot to enjoy about it. Like it's just really nice and it's this whole like side of humanity that I think we should be able to, to experience and enjoy. And it, I think it brings people together and it's tasty. Did I mention that it's tasty? It's very tasty. Very tasty. I, I am much more probably for a beer drinker, a much more social beer drinker, right? Yeah, so, oh, big so, time. so, so for me right I now, I think that's probably connection. the reason I haven't that really, if we boil it down, that's probably why I haven't yeah. been drinking beer. So I'm not around yeah. anybody. No, that's good. Well, see, I'm looking at this as being around somebody. I'm looking at this of like being around I a guess. table, being in a pint, right? So this mm-hmm. is the closest, closest equivalent I would have to that. But like, yeah, if it was, you know, if we're sitting here just on a Saturday, I'm not cracking cracking a couple of cans and having a go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got to be usually with with people. Yeah. And that's actually what my wife had said she realized as well over the holidays, you know, because, of course, it's Christmas time, so you're gra- grabbing a couple extra bottles of maybe maybe the spirits, right, mm-hmm. for Christmas season. And, uh, and so we're sitting around, and I, I would have a, you know, a drink or something every couple nights, you know. And she's like, I realize that I'm not drinking. Yeah. She goes, because I'm a social drinker. And she's like, I like your company, but, like, I, you know, it's much more social event. Yeah. That's oh, a good point. Mm. I, I kept drinking, but, like, that was fine. I mean, for, for a time, maybe it's just how to cope, too. Yeah, I think so. Right? I mean, I, it's funny. Like, Alberta, you know, so, I saw someone like CTV or Global. They're like... Going down to the local store, the, uh, the the you know the clerk says that they're selling more liquor. Amazing! Yeah. Do you think it has to anything to do with COVID? They're like, <laughs> it might be. I was like, what do you mean it might be? Yeah, like, no kidding. Like, like on, wow. on how many fronts you want to tackle this? Like, a <laughs> people can't go to the bars. B like it's just like what in the world is even happening? Like, how else are we supposed to deal with this? Like, yeah, man. Like you're you're filling up the time, and I don't know. It, of course, of course, it has to do with that. Now it's just a matter of. Uh, will it ever go back? Are you working? You were working from home always before, though, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah, we were working from from home, and uh, we transitioned to work from home in 2016. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, despite the you know about two and a half years that we were in Ireland, that was the only time that we weren't. So we were back to back to this environment. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't a huge, huge fundamental shift for me coming back. Yeah. How's uh how how are the dads? You're the. I was thinking today. Um, I went for a drive. Uh, I had to go to Toys R Us to try and take something back, and turns out they're closed at six. Speaking of. What? So I got all the way there and like, I had to turn on the back. But but this was the first time in a long time that I actually drove somewhere um, mm. for a real purpose. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. why aren't I podcasting right now? Which was a weird a weird yeah. emotion. I'm like, I should be uh, on a Skype call with Ryan Turford for this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what the hell was I going to ask you? I don't even how, you, okay, Your what question was, how are the dads? How are the dads? Oh, while I was driving, while yeah. I was driving, I realized that you are the dad. You are one of the dads of the Nintendo dads now. Yeah. You, have, you have children. You have Nintendo yeah. dads kids the family tree yeah. is growing yeah you know, we, yeah i mean we've uh i mean the, uh, i think 2020 for us was a really interesting year yeah um we we i you know i th- i think you know i think it was you know it's funny because the last time we talked there was i, I want to use the word maturity because it was mm-hmm. it was i don't want to use because that sounds like i wasn't mature and we're not mature but i guess i guess there was a self-realization in like 2019 mm-hmm. that i was like it's not about us yeah it's not about me it's not about marty it's not about zach and i think yeah. we i think we all kind of also like, jesse yeah you're sure oh yeah sorry and eric i apologize i mean jesse <laughs> i apologize right or tim or any of those and there's this kind of the self-realization that that the show the community it had literally just grown and took over that portion of it and that we were not the, i guess i'm gonna use the words we were no longer the stewards of it yeah 
right? And that was this kind of like mind blowing moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think some people might bucket that and be like, no, it's ours and it's this thing. And and I and I really just kind of do believe that it's it's uh, and it, I mean this makes it sound like it's a religion or something, right? Or something much bigger than it. But I believe that it's just my role or our role in it right now is just to be a steward of it. It's yeah. just to, it's just to say, are we creating a, a place of goodness? Do we agree upon these things? Are we happy? Yeah. Right. And in 2020, it just kind of, it, it found its legs, right? Mm-hmm. We, we brought in three new shows Yeah. that were all spinoff shows that were all created by the community. They were yeah. all content creator driven community who said, mm-hmm. I want to do this thing. Can I do this? And, and like our commentary was, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. And how can I help you? Yeah. How can yeah. we host you? How can we get them artwork done? Oh, uh, I need to get artwork done. Okay, I'll I'll connect you with Adam. Okay. Oh, so, and I'm like, and we'll pay the money. I don't care. Like, we'll pay the price, whatever. Like, let's just make sure that you can feel, and you run your ship. You yeah. run your boat as you want, but you're under us, and you have our support, and we bring our community together. So in in 2020, yeah, we like we we launched we launched dads dad crossings. Uh, Dads after dark, mm-hmm. uh, the dinner table, and then the, just this just this last couple of weeks, we brought on uh, Retro Logic, which is a retro show um, specifically. Finally, fi- dude, that was the first thing I ever listened to you guys ever do was a retro rewind. Mm. That was yeah. the first Nintendo Dads I ever listened to was was way way back when. So that's that's perfect, man. And yeah, like there was this this maturity, this this revelation. I think that you guys had when you shared it with me. I was like, oh yeah, like that's that's the next stage. Like that's where things can and maybe, maybe should go. And even just from a energy and sustainability standpoint, like how much more bandwidth, like do you Justin Masson have, you know, without having to like really change something up. So it allows it to grow, but it doesn't necessarily mean that like it's directly in line with every hour you put into it personally. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's, that's a great part. Um, a great, great commentary there. Cause I think for the first several years, like it, it kind of just felt like you're, you're kind of just pushing this train up a hill, yeah. right. And you're going, yeah. you're going, you're going. And, you know, we'd all put in a lot of hours to kind of get there and, and feel, the, I guess the pride that we'd have in that. And now I think, you know, to your point of like how much more bandwidth I have, I am, I am so happy that we are in a position where I, I guess it's, I don't need to actively be involved. Yeah. Um, but I, but I'm involved, but, but like, so a lot of it is behind the scenes, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, again, and you, you realize this from kind of running your show, you know, devs reach out to you, here's a code, you get a, a product to review, you, you, you're asked to be on a show, right? That used to be something, okay, well, Jesse, Zach, who, which one of us is doing it? Jesse, right. Zach, okay, well, I just got a code. I don't really like the game. You're like, ah, and you kind of, that was, it, it took so much energy. Yeah. Where now we can literally step back and, and say, like, we've got, like, a, a crew of people mm-hmm. who have an energy. So my my tank right now might be really low. Or I don't I can't do it because I have family commitments. Right. I know that I have a, a, a team of people who have that passion, have that thirst, have that energy. So why would you not yeah. um, enable them to do that? Why would you not encourage them to do that? Mm-hmm. Right? And because I think that... You know, I I don't want to say like giving someone a shot, but just providing that opportunity, right? Like when we when we all came into Nintendo Dads and when you guys when you guys came into your show as well, like you you had to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things you have to learn, and there's a lot of pieces you have to lift, and there's a lot of like challenges. And the the way I just said it was kind of like we've got an infrastructure. Yeah. Like sure. And look, you've you learned go- the lessons too, and yeah. I and I think there's something to be said too about like what the relationship you have with somebody when you're going to be providing that sort of like guidance or help or assistance or advice. <clears throat> like it's, it's one thing for me to jump on a Skype call with somebody and go like, here's what I did. But like when you're within like the same sort of family and within the same, like, like the podcast family, it's just, yeah. it's just different. 
You know, you can just sort of like hand the reins over and go like, go. But also here's a bunch of tools and, and things that we've learned. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel, I always feel a little bit like I'd love to, you know, jump on a call with people and, and let them know how I do things. But it's also like sometimes they need to learn how to do things themselves if they're just going to be on their own anyways. Like if that's going to be a more of like a consultation type of chat, then you go like, okay, well, I can only offer so much, I think. Like, yeah. I don't know. Or maybe I feel like I should only offer so much. Because they're going to be on their own after that call, you know. Yeah, rather I mean, than the ongoing relationship that you establish. Yeah, and I think I think with the with the ongoing with the with the relationships that you establish, I think it's the idea that there is that community, yeah. right? There is people because the other part of it is like I can, like if if we're having problems with Nintendo dads where hey something's not working or I don't understand, like I can I know that I can reach out to you and be Just like, have him. you have, have you ever had this Wait. issue? Have you ever seen this before? Or what's mm. going like like what do you do? Right? right? Because the other nice part of it, and I think that the great part that I've seen about the podcasting community is that there really is very little ego. Yeah. Oh now, yeah. There, there there are some people, I mean, you know, that I mean mega dads like just bloated heads. Right. But I think uh I think everybody else seems pretty level. Yeah. That you have the ability to have that conversation and say, like, I need to connect and I don't know what I'm doing and can you help? Or have you ever had this happen to you? Or what do you do? Yeah. Right. I think I you know, I remember I remember we had got pitched. I think I reached out to you. I think I reached out to you or Bobby. I think it might have been Bobby, actually. It might have been you on copy as well. And I reached out because we had a company reach out and said, we'd like for you guys to do basically a, a um, sponsorship or product sponsor, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want, like it's a sponsored YouTube clip thing. What do you charge? Yeah, I remember this. And I was like, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. What I should charge? I have no idea because I'm, because no no one's handing me the book of like mm-hmm. here's what you do as a when someone asks what's your going rate for streaming a video on your YouTube channel I was like I don't I don't know yeah because I don't want to lowball myself and be like ten dollars twelve fifty you know yeah um, I don't remember what did, can you talk about like what what ended up happening with that like did you tell them a price and they went yeah no we end up, we, end up, we did end up offering them, yeah I think we did end up offering them a price uh, price I did some research after you guys as well and tried to look through the market and stuff like this and I think we ended up coming back to them and saying like we do like it for I think a hundred bucks yeah or like a dedicated four hour stream here's what we're doing this yeah. kind of stuff and they said awesome thank you if we decide to go with you. We'll let you know, but sure. like you're you're one of several people we reached out yeah, to. And just we never heard any. Out. We never heard any feedback back, and I was like, sure, look at that. Is that something like that? Like that's you know, you had your kind of brush with it. Is that something you'd wish you guys could do more? Or is that something you'd want to like? It's, I, it's just unknown, right? Yeah, it's it's unknown. I I I think I think we all want grandiose plans, right? Sure. We all we all like I you know I would love like excuse me, Sean, uh, uh, Parrish Schneider's just calling me right now. I just have to take this call from yeah, IGN. Yeah, no, I, I can pause. Yeah, message. of course. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and we all have these ideals, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that the challenge the challenge I have with that as well, and it's actually someone asked us recently about, like, sponsorship, of, like, mm-hmm. why do you guys not run ads? And I said, well, the first thing is that, like, our patrons support us, right? Yeah. So we, we do that. So I, I, I don't feel really great double dipping. Yeah. Um, and the other part of it is I, re- I, I want to make sure that if we're running ads, we're not just running ads for ads' sake. Right. Right, and I want to find that like it adds value, or it's something that we actually relate to. Um, and actually, I, we, we did have we did have a company that reached out to us for an ad. Um, it was a, it was a men's below the belt grooming uh, company. Not not the manscaping. I mean, I don't not know the manscaping. No, this one actually called Below the Belt, and they're from England. Oh, interesting. And they, and they reached out to us, and they're like, "We've seen your stuff. We have a we have a ball cream." Would you guys? <laughs> would you guys be interested in trying out? A no ball way! Cream? No yeah. way! Yeah. What did you say? That's awesome. <laughs> so I went. So it's it's funny because I was like, this doesn't feel like it's on brand for Nintendo dads, 
but this definitely feels on brand for Dads After Dark. Dads After Dark, yeah, yeah. So I said, yes, we will do it. And they're like, cool, we're going to ship you the ball cream in, like, October. Have a bit of a go with it, and then we'll send you the ad read, and then you figure out how you want to change it. Because basically they're getting ready for Christmas. They're trying to do a Christmas push, right? Right. So we're like, yeah, it's all good. We sent them the address to uh, to ship off to it. Ball cream never arrived. Oh, well, maybe it did arrive to somebody, and they just somebody never... Somebody on my block is just mm-hmm. just... Smooth as butter, you know. Damn. Given, right? So you notice, you notice a lot of lady callers, you know, showing up right, every exactly. once in a while. Mm-hmm. It smells like Axe, my crotch. Can you right? Like, you remember Axe was like that was it, dude. Like was, I don't know, maybe I were just watching different TV now or different YouTube. Like it's not targeted at us. Like did it go away? I don't know. Is Axe still around? <laughs> I I don't even know anymore. You oh, know what Axe? You know what I saw Axe turned into recently. What was it? Like oh hair gel. They have a hair product. Oh, of course, yeah. He's like a. You it's know. made of the same stuff too. Oh, probably. It's all the it's all literally like the same stuff. They either just, yeah, it's either a, a gel or you, they pour it into a aerosol spray can, whatever. Exactly That's, it. Oh, dude, do you like get tied back into like what the kids are into now that like now your kids are they're getting a little older? You know, yeah. they're 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 at a at a hip and cool age. Like yeah. I feel like I've been almost like in a in a wormhole the last couple of years and i'm a and i'm gonna come out of it at some point but like time will not have passed for me but when i'm out of the wormhole i will realize that 20 years have passed and i have no idea what the hell is going on like i get little glimpses of this every once in a while i kind of look at like the top 40 and go like i don't know who any of those artists are like i don't know i don't know what the kids are into and realizing that i'm so focused on a number of things like family and this and all these other different things like so focused away from all that stuff but then you kind of get that glimpse of like, oh, yeah, the world kept going mm-hmm. while we were building a little family here and we're building podcasts and meeting all these other people and focusing on whatever the next thing we're going to fight about for the next Splatfest or the next Nintendo mm-hmm. something, something. But yeah. yeah, like, do you get, do you get like, uh, are you coming out yeah. of that wormhole? Did that happen yeah, I, for you? I, I, I do because my, because my, my oldest is, is going to turn 13 this year. Yeah. Right. So she's kind of into like the trendy things or, or kind of wants to be connected. Right. Mm-hmm. I hear I hear her walk around the house and abbreviate a lot of things. And yeah. that super irritates me. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm going to go on the snaps. The snaps. Yeah. She's like, What's the snaps? Snap. Snapchat. And I was like, like um, oh, Rice Krispies. Yeah. I was like, OK, OK. I was like, you couldn't you couldn't feel like you had to give the whole thing. Right. You no. couldn't feel like you no snaps. Yeah. Uh, I've literally heard her say, LOL. Yeah. Right. Uh, Unironically, like just saying, just yeah, saying it. Yeah. yeah LOL. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 Lulz. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she does a lot of the ab- abbreviation stuff and it just kind of drives me a bit bonkers. Yeah. Um, and then she will list, she'll like, you know, order her Alexa to play all these songs that they've never heard. Yeah. And then I'm like, this is, this is music. This is what you're doing. I now? know. I know. I've, I've, gotten but... that, I've gotten to that point in my life. I was yeah. like, really? I um I watched a a YouTube video a little while ago and it's like this this um older dude who he's like this music aficionado like he 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 teaches um music theory and he's a really interesting guy and he's like let's listen to like the top 40 right now like the, the top 10 and I was like oh this should be good he's going to hate everything but he loves music so much that he found like things to appreciate in a lot of like the top 10 kind of stuff going on I'm like that's kind of what I want to do like not necessarily just with music but with kind of everything you know which is, I think, a tall order. How the hell do you do that with everything? Yeah, and I, th- I think, I think it's, I think it's tough for, I think for any generation, they always believe that theirs is the best. Of course, right? Like, like the the '90s were amazing. Yeah, right. And the moment someone's like, "Hey, we're going to turn into the, those classics," and all of a sudden you hear Matchbox Twenty come on the radio, and you're like, "This is not the oldies. This is not classic. Mm-hmm. Stop. It is. Stop calling it that." But it is. Yeah. Right. And and then you kind of just realize that you're you're so far gone that it's that at this point you're just. 
you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're suddenly lost your home. parents talking about the seventies doesn't seem so yeah. bad. Yeah. And then the other part of it is just the, the things that our kids would never know, right. Yeah. Never, never fully understand. Like, uh, I, uh, not too long ago when I was, when we were in university, my wife and I, uh, was not my wife at the time mm-hmm. was my girlfriend, uh, Jody. She has been promoted to wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we used to on like Friday night because of course we're students and we're, we're dirt poor, right? Mm-hmm. We would go to uh, a Friday night. This, I mean, this is before this is before Netflix and chill, right? Oh, this yeah. is what I'm talking about. This is this was Panago Pizza and Blockbuster. Panago, wow, yes. Panago Pizza and mm-hmm. Blockbuster, and where we were living, they were literally right beside each other. Yeah. So you would go into Panago at like six six o'clock. You place your order for like a barbecue chicken and a ranch chicken. Yeah. And then you'd walk right into Blockbuster and you'd walk up and down those aisles of and you'd pull oh, six, seven God. DVDs for like 35 bucks. You'd go over and pay for your pizza for like 25 bucks. You had pizza and like six movies. You were good for your mm-hmm. weekend. Oh my so God. So I had, so that, I mean, that, and that was so much just part of it, like a nostalgia trip, right? Yeah. So not too long ago, I was, I was sitting around the house. It was a Friday and I was like, Jody? We're gonna we're gonna go on a date like it's 1999. I love it. I love and it. So we we ordered Panago. We ordered the exact same things. We dro- I drove out and picked them up. And of course, it's changed now because the kids are in the car with me. Yeah, they're singing along and stuff. But I'm like, we got these pizzas. And like the smell, the aroma, the taste all brings you back to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, Blockbuster doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like, so what do we? And I was like, well, I don't want to. I don't want to do Netflix because we have Netflix. Right. I want to rent a movie. Yeah. Right, so we had to go to like Apple TV, and we were. You because we found a place to rent a movie. No, I went to like I went on Apple TV. Oh like shit! Apple oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 And, gotcha. and rented like Tenant, and I was like, "Man, this is great!" And my kids are like, "Why? Like, why do you and Mum seem happy?" I was like, "Cause this is amazing." Yeah. And like, yeah. It's pizza and a movie, and I was like, "I know," but there's this moment, mm-hmm. right? There are these times in our lives that are just like moments that are clear. Oh my god! Right. Yeah. And that was that was one of those. So it was. But yeah, I do feel like I'm getting older. Like, what I is just... it about like the p- the pizza place was always next to the Blockbuster? It was exactly the same where I grew up. It was a uh, it was most... pizza and and Blockbuster were literally like right yeah. beside each other. That's amazing. It, it, it's it's the smartest marketing ever. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same argument of if, if you go to like a McDonald's, you'll always find a Wendy's within a block. Well, the, you know what the funniest thing is now though, like so where Panago and Blockbuster used to be is now actually in each place, um, cannabis. <laughs> like, <laughs> which really they should have just added that to the other side of panago pizza do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. cannabis pizza uh, it blockbuster would have been, it would have been that great was, that was a weekend right yeah, for some that was already their weekend in 1999 right yeah that but was, now it's now it's a lot less dangerous right I do you guys think. have a ton of those in edmonton yeah i think so yeah i think uh, so there's i don't I, you know i think um there's a point in time maybe when the kids are just a little bit older we'll go like yeah we'll we'll jump right back into that stuff yeah i don't know i uh I never, never, never partook. Uh, I tried a couple times. I don't like me on. Like to be honest, like I'm. A, I don't know. Yeah, I, I shouldn't say. Well, I never partook of it here. I did partake of it when I was in Europe. When yeah, we were as Am- you do. Yeah. When we were in Amsterdam, of course. Um, I mean, it was kind of like you had to. When go in there. Rome, it was like you know, the, yeah, when in Rome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found, yeah, I, I didn't discover very quickly. Yeah, sure. Look at that's not for me. Yeah, <laughs> did right. Not do well with that. Did yeah. not do well with that. Um, but the but the thing is, like here, I you know. Within a five-kilometer radius of here, mm-hmm. there are probably six of them from yeah. where I live. 
Yeah. Like it's just like every corner now. It just and it's you know the market the market will eventually adjust, right? And yeah. the strongest will survive and all of that, but it's like wow. the market will adjust and there will be six times more of them. Is what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's exactly. like wait a minute, there's something here. There's something yeah. here. Well, th- I mean, this is one of the things that's especially for us in Canada, like it's a little bit different, but I think there's a number of ways that we look at when we grew up and what was acceptable and what's, you know, mm-hmm. now for our kids like what yeah. it's just totally it's just totally different. At least like I just think about the these stores popping up and everything. They're still for adults, right? Yeah. Like I, I think this is the thing that I will continue to struggle and think a lot about. It's like I was playing Doom and Wolfenstein when I was way too young to be playing those games, like probably six, seven, eight years old, playing like stabbing German shepherds in the face with a knife. And it's like now, like I don't know. You got these, you got the these weed stores there, yeah. Justin Masson. I don't know. Feels weird to even think about but, them in this way. But, that, but then, the, but then the counter of that is, but like. We also have liquor stores. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I quickly so, go to. Yeah. Like, and, and that's the thing is, it's, it's the normalized. It's, it's when that becomes normalized, mm-hmm. right? It's when that becomes socially normalized that it's not a stigma, but it's just like a, it is what it is. Yeah. It's almost better um, that way, right? You're just like, whatever. Yeah. And, and I mean, so I, I, I think that's interesting, but like my kids, your kids yeah. are going to grow up in a time where that just is what it is. Yeah. Like it's, that's just allowed. It's normal. That's just. It's just, it'll be the exact same equivalent as, yeah, sure, look, I went into the, went into the, went into the liquor store and grabbed a case of beer for the weekend. Yeah. Right? And that's, I mean, that, and that's where eventually Even the fact that we have liquor stores. I was talking to somebody, I can't remember who I was talking to, and they said they went to a 7-Eleven and grabbed a bunch of beer. And it's like, that's so, that's strange mm-hmm. to me that you yeah. just, it's, it's kind of like when you went to, speaking of like a blockbuster, but it was never a blockbuster. It was that like ultimate video or grandpa's whatever, yeah. rent-a-shop, and that the saloon doors at the back. Yes. The adult, <laughs> adult yeah, section. Yeah. Where, where, where as a kid, is, you know, eight or nine, you're walking past very I mean, slowly, mm-hmm. kind of trying to look through. And maybe the saloon door opened because Swing somebody had staggered out. <laughs> and you're like, what was that? Was that a movie? Uh, well, you don't even know. Like, that's just you it. Like, you just know, know that you're not supposed to be there. Yeah. And I think there's, like, something to be said about, like, the taboo nature of really anything. Where you're like, yeah. ooh, I don't know what I'm not supposed to know about that, but I am intrigued. Yes. Yeah. Well, that... When we were in when we were in living in Ireland, l- liquor stores like for the like liquor s- s- uh, sold in the grocery store. Right, exactly. Like like so, j- it's just just normal, right? It's yeah. just normal to be like, yeah, I'm just gonna go down to grab some chicken, mm-hmm. and I'll oh, sure while I'm here, I'll grab a you know couple couple cans of beer, and that, like mm-hmm. it's just normalized, mm-hmm. right? You had you had off licenses, which were basically the grocery store, the yeah. little Kmart places, or you know is shut is closed for the night, so you're just grabbing that there. It just yeah. it just becomes normalized, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Um, are you playing anything these days? You have time for games? Yeah. Uh, what am I playing right now? Uh, I play a little bit of Hitman three. Yeah. You, you were um, doing that on the, on the cloud thing, weren't you? Yeah. From, from IO, IO Interactive were so kind as to send us a deluxe version of that to give it a go. Um, streaming you, are, is, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to ask, like, are you into like a, like the, the Hitman type of games, the, the stealth games? Cause I am never, not, but I'm going to give this before. a try. Never before, never before. I was like, but it looked really good. And the yeah. thing that interested me was like a lot of really high praise, a lot of good reviews for it. And the thing that really got me was Nintendo's move on the cloud, cloud version. I was yeah. like, I want to. How does this thing perform? How does it go? Because I think this is an interesting strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been playing it, and I've been I've been enjoying it. And yeah. I haven't had any dropped. You know, I've had I think I had like one dropped game once. Sure. Uh, but they had a warning beforehand. They're like, "We're working on the servers today." And you're like, "Well, that's fair, yeah, right." And it dropped, but like, it was, it was, it was great. And then what else did I played? I picked up a, I shouldn't say picked up, but I got a game sent to us for for review. 
El Hijo. El Hijo? Hmm. Never it, is on, it. it is on Google Stadia. Stadia! Ah. Stadia! And I'm playing it on Stadia. And uh, it's it's a stealth game that has an art style of, like, Disney. Yeah. And it's uh, it's like a kid trying to... The level I'm in right now is this, like, kid kind of stealthily trying to escape an orphanage. Hmm. And in in Mexico, and it's yeah. uh, it's it's just a lot of fun. It's simple. It's it's light. I would highly, if it comes to Switch or any other console, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's kind of kind of what I what I've been playing. Um, getting excited for what uh, Cyber Shadow drops tomorrow, dude. It's on Game Pass, I think, right that. now. So sure. I'm going to be installing that. Like this is the thing. Like we could be playing games where we could just like do this. Yeah. But it it, it, it helps me feel better about playing games, having that's, some some content to go along with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cyber Shadow looks amazing. I feel like a lot of people are excited about that, which is awesome. Yeah. I think that's, again, that's, a, that's a, such a high pitch on the nostalgia component. Oh, yeah, of right. course. It looks, it looks brilliant. And again, it's it's free on, free. I shouldn't say free, it's free on Game Pass, right? Yeah, on the, on the GOM Pass. On the GAM Pass, which yeah. I believe, also, I mean, kudos to Xbox for last week. Hey, we're going to impre- oh, increase God. the price. Hey, we're gonna walk that one back real fast. And it, you know what? I, uh, <laughs> I I saw Twitter. I'm trying to spend a lot less time on Twitter and, and the social media lately, and I it, it's it's working out okay. I think on, on a couple of fronts. Um, but I saw that disaster light up, and I went. I have a lot of thoughts on this, and I fe- and I'm, I'm trying to check myself whenever I do have a lot of thoughts on a thing. Like Twitter's not where I'm gonna unleash on this. Yeah. And I felt like I was. It's rare when when a when a story explodes like that, and within the twenty four hour news cycle, it actually reverts in the way that it did. Yeah. So I'm like, there was a lot of people who said a lot of strong things in response to that, and it's like, it doesn't really apply anymore. And in some cases, <clears throat> articles are still being kind of like pushed out, right? Where like twenty six hours later, there's articles going like, "This is a bad look for Microsoft." It's like, dude, that is so yesterday's news. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know necessarily that I'll always make a habit out of this, but I really, um, I was really happy that I didn't really go off on this thing just because it it reversed so quickly. But holy crap! Like, what the hell are they thinking? Yeah, I, I that was um, you know I'm gonna be honest with you. The, and I've, I've messaged you back and forth this whole Game Pass thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, Sean, if I'm looking to get into Game Pass, what should I actually be doing here? Because it feels like there's tears and I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and I think there's a lot to unpack in that. But yeah. but I think that the catch that I would say to it is like, uh, yes, they made a move that I don't think was very consumer friendly. Yeah. But how quickly they walked it back. Yeah. Right. How quickly they said. And, they and, had and they're cards st- and they're- delivered to retail stores. Like yeah. you could buy a $60 six month pass to Xbox Live. Yeah. And they I, are I, no good anymore. They got to yeah. throw those out. Like that. Like that. That is incredible, and mm-hmm. and not and not just that they only oh, changed their tune. Like, listen, remember remember when Fortnite came to Switch and like Sony was like, no, we're not going to allow crossplay. We're not going to, yeah. and eventually they had to fix it. Yeah, like, and that took like six months for them mm-hmm. to fix that problem. And Microsoft was like, yeah, nope, we're walking that one back real fast. Well, and the thing is, like, one of the reasons I didn't really want to jump on Twitter for that is because you you immediately start to look like an Xbox apologist anytime that you yeah. might say like something balanced in response yeah. to something that is actually quite extreme and like to me i just thought that in the long run and i'll talk to ryan about this later on this week they probably could have like they probably could have figured that out they probably could have weathered that storm and i think there's a couple of people i saw saying like in six months like nobody will care and for yeah. the most part this doesn't actually impact anybody who's actually talking about it like there's a lot to that that news story that wasn't really you can't cover it you can't no. you can't t- um touch on all of those things because it's twitter 
you don't have enough characters to say like I understand this part and I understand this part and this. With all of that said, here's my thoughts. But I think, and I 100 percent agree. I think the, the incredible part though is that they went from a, a negative PR beat. Mm-hmm. To a positive beat, like PR beat. That was because the, mm-hmm. because because the reality is is it's is it's yeah we messed up we're changing it and that's great yeah but then but the underlying pinning current there is we are a company that listens to our fans yeah we listen to their responses and we are client and or customer first mm-hmm. like so you went from something that looked like a swift kick in the nuts to a very quickly like yeah. Yeah, thank you, X. You know what? Yeah, I am going to re-up. Do you remember yeah. that time they did this thing? And that you, you compare that, I think, in some ways when you look at the, the, the media landscape and, and video game landscape right now to, like, the CD the CDPR oh, uh, God. Project, CD yeah. Project Red's Cyberpunk 2077 fiasco mm-hmm. that continues to, like, just burn. Yeah. Right? It's like worse. Like, like, it just gets worse. Um, but I think, I, think it's, I think it's interesting. I think it's fascinating to see it. I'm... I'm so fascinated by what is going to happen in the future for video games, mm-hmm. for streaming, mm-hmm. right? Um, for those comments, um, you know, do you do you get a lot of? And here's my question for you as an Xbox fan: Do you get a lot of responses from fans or followers who say, you know, you're like, hey, yeah, it's awesome, Cyber, you know, Cyber Shadow is on Xbox Game Pass, and they're like, yeah. If you like uh, renting your games, yeah. <laughs> it's like, God, oh, I hate you so much. I don't know. Maybe those people have sort of like faded away or maybe slowly but surely and quietly have converted. Yeah. You know, I think, I think I've, I've realized this uh, a long time ago that there's, there's the right, whatever it is, product or game or service or whatever for the, the right person at the right time. And for some people, like they immediately dive in and go like, this is the coolest thing. And eventually, slowly but surely, people go like, yeah, I mean, like, maybe it isn't as bad. Or maybe there was a certain game or a collection of games that were added on that finally tipped the scales for them. And so I think maybe slowly but surely people have kind of gotten away from that. But um, I saw it. It's funny you say that because I just saw uh, a Twitter thread earlier today talking all about that, the the notion of, like, renting games. And I just think that if nothing else, it's kind of like this is how – for me, it just makes sense. Like, I spend less on the games now than than I ever have. I don't think about it at all. You know, I don't think about like, oh, I've got to buy this game and not buy this game. It's just like, well, I'll just play whatever's on Game Pass. So to the, to the, I guess if there's advice that I would give in terms of like, how do I jump into Game Pass? It's like, buy enough that you don't have to think about it for a long time. Yeah. And you just play the games. Yeah. I think that, I think that Twitter thread, I think was with Jeff Grubb. Jeff Grubb. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that too. But I, Mm. but it was funny because that was that, you know, when Nintendo got into streaming, right. And I, and I, and I, my statement was, for right or for wrong, I believe Nintendo getting into cloud gaming and bringing it to to the you know North America and Europe in 2020 is the biggest move that they have made in a long time and could actually be like giving you a very pointed direction in regards to where the ship is going in the coming years, yeah. especially as the hardware um, power gap continues to rise. Right. Right. So strategically, streaming takes Nintendo in an advanced direction whereas streaming actually takes like playstation or xbox in a reverse direction like you actually get a better experience with the with the xbox series x Mm -hmm. but when you're playing like control on a switch it's like well that's not even possible but it is thanks Mm -hmm. to streaming like it's actually it's so interesting right i i like i i legitimately think that is that is you know that is the thing that that completely became underpinned and and great example Hitman Three mm-hmm. came out last week, day and date. Yeah, on Nintendo on Switch. Switch with every so so it is the first day and date 
uh, current next-gen console release yeah. that the Nintendo Switch is part of. That is a big statement that people are missing. Yeah, I missed right? it. That is a huge movement of what's happening. My commentary before is do this. Any game that you can find on Luna or Stadia mm-hmm. has the ability to come to the Switch. Yeah, It opens up the window. It, sh- it shortens that power gap because now the Switch is, two- Switch is now three things, right? For good or for bad. It is a it is a on on the go portable device, yeah. right? It's a handheld. It is a home console, mm-hmm. and it is a streaming console. Yeah, it now it, there are three now, pillars. They got the three. It, they went back to added, the three pillars. It's now added a third pillar to mm-hmm. it, and and so I think that's interesting to think of like where does this go? And then you and then you think of the 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 crazy like Game Pass, and I, you and I have had so many chats about this on text, right? And here, just as a reference, just to make mm-hmm. sure you don't think I'm a complete jerk. I would never, by the way. Right? A beautiful controller. Right? I went out and bought this. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I'm like, I believe. Here's what I believe. I, I well, so I was actually playing this for Steam, by the way, um, specifically. But I believe that like we will see Xbox Game Pass on on TV screens. Oh, absolutely. In, in yeah, app absolutely. launchers soon. Mm-hmm. Right? I believe that is the next phase of Game Pass. Is they're going to say. We have now made an agreement where it's on LG or whatever it is, or the hub thumbstick, very much like this Google Stadia that you can pop in, and boom, there you go. You just pay your subscription. Um, last I have no week, doubt. That'll be the uh, next series whatever, series T yeah, or whatever. Yeah, last week at CES, Google Stadia mm-hmm. announced that with LG TVs made in 2020 going forward, we'll have it in their app launcher. Yeah. Like yeah, the, which the, means the, that I, I have an LG TV. Like, those TVs they're talking yeah. about, I'll, I'll, that will probably be my gateway into Stadia. Yeah. But, like, if you remove those barriers, mm-hmm. you remove the $600 price tag, and you bring someone in on a subscription model or streaming service, there is so much potential there. And I know that people are like, what about the collectors? But do you remember when, like, Apple came out with Apple Music, and you get all your CDs for, like, 10 bucks and then 99 cent songs? That changed the game. We were like, we, I've got a whole collection of CDs in my crawl space down here mm-hmm. that I've kept. Doesn't, doesn't disvalue them. Yeah. But the future is changing, and streaming is changing. And I think, you know, what Game Pass or Microsoft is doing is revolutionizing um, the industry. And it is the bar that I think we should, that I think our, everyone be set to. Yeah. Um, I, think it's, I think it's fascinating. I think that's fascinating. I think, yeah, Stadia coming in here is fascinating. I think Luna, Amazon coming in with their Luna stuff, that's really mm-hmm. interesting, trying to get in that fight. Uh, Apple Arcade, right, they offered their own kind of subscription service there. Google has one. You know, Nintendo trying to jump in with the streaming, like, the business or strategy of gaming right now is so interesting. It's crazy. That you don't really know where anything lies, and you don't really know what's going to turn around the corner, and it's, I think it's, I think it's absolutely fascinating. Well, we can probably count on getting another Pokemon Snap game, we can probably count on, you know, some piss poor uh, remake of a Zelda anniversary, something packaged together that, you know, doesn't have inverted controls. It sounds about right. Yeah. Right. You know, the more things change, the more things stay the same, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you playing? Uh, I'm playing uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic on my Series X. I'm playing an original Xbox game that I've never played wow. before. Speaking of Bioware, uh, about 40 minutes ago, uh, I'm playing this one for the first time. I did it. I did the whole, like, I don't know what to play next, so people should vote on it. And mm. we went from 64 games down to one, and that's the one that, that took the cake. And it's interesting because it's like I had this like block of time between you know Christmas and basically when Hitman came out, and the medium is coming out really soon here, and Cyber Shadow, of course. Like we've now started to hit like the new releases are happening. Yeah. 
So um, any time that I had to like catch up on Assassin's Creed or get into some of the games that I had missed last year, like that's completely gone. And this is the whole like wormhole thing I was talking about before because like I blinked my eyes and suddenly like uh, God of War was in 2018 and I still mm-hmm. haven't beaten that game. I'm gonna yeah. like walk away from an entire generation of PlayStation exclusives that I played the first like five hours of and meant yeah. to get back to and just you kind of miss it. So you know, moving forward into this generation, obviously doing the Xbox show has me playing a lot more Xbox than yeah. maybe I would normally because I'm I've been always so agnostic this entire time. But there's something kind of alluring of just like simplifying my life a little by just going like maybe i'll just be down a console for a little while you know welcome, and it, i've always my world and that's what I, I know i was just gonna say like this has been the justin masson model for the longest yeah. times like life is easier when you just have one to worry about i do right and even even with even when, when I, you know bring even when i picked up stadia and and again the reason i picked up stadia this is an fyi there it is mm-hmm. uh the reason i picked up stadia was because they had just a banger of a deal it was yeah. literally if you if you got cyberpunk we will send you a whole system wow I don't I remember like, that. I don't remember that being a thing. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I was like, so if I pre-order an $80 game, which I mm-hmm. was highly interested in playing, yeah. you're going to send me a $140 device. Yeah. That's how they got to okay. do it. That's exactly okay. how they got to do it. That's how I'll do this. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then and then we are lucky enough, you know, again, much like you, you know, we have contacts with some developers who were, who had some codes for stuff. And, you know, I think, I think when you... I think probably when you reach out to any developer and you're like, I'd like an Xbox code, they're like, oh, I got five of those. Yeah, exactly. Right? Every, every, and I Nobody's got asking for those. <laughs> and, I, and I have 25 people want those. And I'm like, do you have a Stadia code? <laughs> right? yeah. And they're like, I got a billion of those. No Here doubt. you go. Yeah. You know, would you like to give 20 of them away on a show? Like, just that kind of ridiculous. What made so. you, okay, so like, was that really it? Like, what had you sort of, or like, are you intrigued in the tech or like? I'm intrigued in the tech. Yeah. I'm intrigued in the tech and the, and the future that it may hold. Yeah. Because I do, like, so I mean, Interestingly enough, like last night, I was upstairs. Uh, they did an update recently where basically you can play it on a, an iPad browser, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, "Let's see if this works." Wow. And sure enough, it did. Like it was, it was open up the iPad browser, went to Stadia, put in my account, I synced my synced my controller. Just That's crazy. Blue, just Bluetooth, and I'm upstairs playing a game, and I was like, "Like, wow!" Like it was, it was, it was. You know those moments like when. Do you remember when you had the switch the very first time and mm-hmm. you put it in the dock mm-hmm. or you took out the dock and it's like Magic. And it works. Yep. And it and that was exactly it. I was like, Oh, this this works. You know, that is that and it and it reminds me of I think we've talked about this maybe the very first time you were on the show, of like, you know, when we first play video games, you would watch you would play games on a television set mm-hmm. that normally you were the passive participant. You, whatever the TV was going to display, that's what it was going to display. There's yep. no way to manipulate it. And the magic part was I'm holding this controller and I'm moving what's on the TV. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just the program showing. Like, that was a magic moment that I will always, always remember. And, yeah, the Switch was just – and the, the snap sound effect for the Switch is, like, so yeah, perfect for iconic. a number of reasons. Absolutely. And, yeah, like, this is with – uh, with Xbox, they wanted to get Game Pass on – or streaming or whatever on iOS devices, and they couldn't because Apple's policies. And this yeah. whole Stadia thing that you're talking about is like, we're getting around that. Like we're getting yeah, to this I, future I, that we've I been thinking about for a long time. It was like, yeah, Stadia, Stadia, did, you know. Just, and it was, it was really funny too because they put up this uh, this like little GIF on mm-hmm. Twitter of like, how do you add Stadia to your iPad? And it yeah. was like, and it was literally like, like a tutorial. It. it was you know, open up browser, hit share, add to home screen. Holy cow! Shoot! Yeah. And it was like. Oh yeah, that's exactly. Oh yeah, I forgot it. It's a browser, so mm-hmm. it just works. It's not an app, yeah. right? And I'm sure that that's what Xbox's workaround is, right? It's yeah. just the app, right? Yeah, that's, that's what exactly. I got to get to. Yeah. Um, but it was, but then it was just like, 
and amazing. That just so the tech really interests me, mm-hmm. um, and, and how seamless it was. Um, and I think the other part of it was for me is like I I, I am very interested in these experiences that you're having on Xbox, yeah, right, and on PlayStation. But I don't want to spend six hundred bucks on those mm-hmm. consoles. I don't want to do that. I don't have the time. I, you know, like. So how literally can I... the space too, Justin? Yeah, these also, things are right? enormous. These things. Yeah, are I mean, I'm looking at your bookshelf there. Like, I mean, I know that that's a fake model behind you, but mm-hmm. like, if that's that's scale, close. that's a pretty big, pretty big thing, right? Yeah. yeah um. So uh, the tech, and then and and so I was like, yeah, sure, look, it, we'll give it a go. So I was, I've been playing mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Valhalla on it. Yeah, I played uh, Star Wars: Fallen Jedi on it. Um, those are both great games. Holy those are crap, fantastic Justin. games. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 on it. Which yeah. that's got its own mess together. Uh, yeah, it's a game. <laughs> we'll say it's a game. I picked up Borderlands Three, the Deluxe Ultimate Edition. Oh, I love for it. Ten dollars. Yeah. On Stadia because it's yeah. a year old and needed a sale. Mm-hmm. Right, and so it's, it's so the other challenge I have now is I'm like. You're going through the sales store now. You have a division for See, $15. See, now we're flipping, man. You're going to become me with like who becomes overloaded with games and choice and everything. It's too well, much. And, that, and that's and so and so the actual reality of is, is like that become that's become the challenge. So I'm like mm-hmm. so, but so what I've seen is I've purchased a device. I have purchased these games. I've got an hour, or two, three, four into here yeah. these games. But I but I but I go back to my console. I go back to my Switch, right? Yeah. And I and I always get people always bust my bust my chops about this. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you only have one console? You can either be a mile wide and an inch deep or an inch deep and a mile wide is my approach to that, right? Yeah. So my approach is I'm going to take that. If you, like, let's, let's imagine this. Every console puts out, let's say, 15 games every single year, okay? Yeah. As a, as a owner of a Switch, of a PlayStation, and of an Xbox, you're only hitting those probably A tiers. Yeah. Right, because you're you're only you're only swimming on the top content. You're not mm-hmm. really you, there. Maybe an indie down here you may like. You might dig down to it, but you're probably just hitting the tiers, right? Big time. Where where as as a person, if you only see on that one channel, you kind of have to get everything. Yeah. So whether it's a triple A, a double A, an indie, you're kind of you're that's that's the trough you're eating from. So whatever comes up, you have to decide whether you're going to engage it or not. And you and so it forces you to maybe look at play different games that you wouldn't have before. Yeah. Um, that was so the Wii U era for all of yeah. us. Right. Yeah, yeah that was the Wii U. Like that's absolutely capsule. Like anything that would went out there, like we go, okay, yeah, I'm buying my my new Wii U release. It's been three weeks since the last game. Like if yeah. anything came yeah. out, yeah. Do you think so, that makes us better Nintendo fans than the rest of the people who skipped out on Wii U? I think it's. Uh, I think you know when your you know when your grandfather used to tell a story about how they used to walk to school uphill both ways in the snow. <laughs> I think that's what it is, <laughs> yeah. right? I used, yeah, I, I, used to, right. I used to podcast when it was the Wii U. When it was the Wii U. We started when a Nintendo we, podcast yeah, exactly. in the Wii U era. So you start, you start Nintendo podcast there, and you see mm-hmm. how far you get. All exactly. right, Exactly, bandwagon jumper, holy right, crap. Right, you little mm-hmm. punks. Oh, look at this. They've sold 70 million Nintendo Switches. Welcome to our Couldn't new podcast. Couldn't be better. Yeah, exactly. I, I like, think I'll start a yeah, podcast. Real easy, real easy for you, young. <laughs> right? I remember back then, like, Nintendo of, Nintendo of Canada was like, Sending us like FedExing us get like uh, uh, games four yeah. weeks early, yeah, just because anyone was making any content. Justin, Justin, this, this is the thing. This is why. Do you know when we started the Xbox Drive? Yeah, <laughs> things were looking so great, man. I'm pretty sure it was still a VCR. Like maybe this, maybe the One S, like not so great. We're like yeah, let's get it now. We bought low. We're hoping for the stocks to go up a little bit. Your games, your right. GameStop buyers, what you doing then? Right Can now? you believe that stuff? That's Holy incredible. crap. 
like it's got to be a flash in the pan though like it's got to like i don't know i think it, i think it had something to do with like reddit it had like meme yeah. or something and then yeah they're there, well, the, the problem is there's a lot of like rumors and speculation, and then there are some buying buying shit. I love it. I love it. Um, but I mean, like that's incredible. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna fall, right? It's of gonna, course, it's gonna, of it's course. But you wonder, like, I want to, I want to see. I don't know who's gonna write the story, but somebody's got to do the story on the dude who got rich, like selling GameStop stocks. Yeah. Like the, whoever yeah. just like made a killing this week. Well, like what was it? Four dollars was the lowest. Yeah. Can you imagine? Right. So Holy crap! Here, here's five hundred. Here's five hundred bucks. Give me as many as you can. Right? Yeah, so exactly. Like, are you Are you kidding me? So, I love it. I don't know. And you love to see it. You love. I don't want I, it to go away. I know a lot of people have a lot of thoughts on GameStop and whatever, but like, I want to see it stick around. When you did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Dude, I know, and I feel horrible about it. And people okay. like bust my chops about it all the time. But no. there's this there's this fantastic scene of Ron um, Ron Swanson, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Nick Offerman, and he walks into Home Depot. Yeah, and this Home Depot rep walks up to him and he's like, "Hi, how are you?" And and Ron just goes, "I know more than you," and just keeps walking. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like I walk into like GameStop, I know more than you. I like, know, let's, I let's know. Just, let's just keep going. You just want to like so. flash them the the podcast badge, right? Yeah, it's somehow like, it's like mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But how how do you know more than them? Like they're they spend more time around. I don't know. I don't want to get it on. Maybe that's a negative <laughs> track to to jump on, but. Uh, I mean, I, I should say I know I know more than them, but uh, it just sometimes feels sometimes like, sometimes you go like, like that. no, yeah. it comes out today, like like even just basic stuff, like yeah. not even about like you know who developed what and whatever rumors are happening, but it's like no, like this game like out, like or I can pre-order it. But it, but again, I, you know that's that's the that's the master of everything, right? They're, they they mm-hmm. have to know everything under the sun, right? And that's a that's a company that's also pivoted. Yeah. So. Yeah, I want to ask you though. It's kind of speaking of like the Nintendo dads and stuff, and, and just how are you guys doing with the, with uh, with the Xbox Drive? Because I am, I am, I love sitting back and watching the amazing success that you guys have been having. Oh, um, it is so, that. it is so awesome. Um, I was so, so I don't know if the word is proud because I don't, I don't know if that's that's right. Um, but just the coverage you guys did for when you got your Series S, um, and just the content and the opportunities you guys have had, it's just been. Uh, it's been pretty awesome to watch. Well, I thought we already talked about imposter syndrome. I thought that that Thanks. was already a thing. Okay. <laughs> we kind of just like, yeah, man, like why? Like why? Why? Uh, Chris Johnson and I talked about this last week. And it's like at a certain criteria, we're the best. We are the best Xbox podcast recorded by two Canadian podcasters, yeah. also recorded in a, a, car. a car that's yeah. 40 minutes long, you know, and we all bought yeah. like there's a certain maybe category that we're like, yeah, we're doing really great. Um, but no, I don't know that you ever, maybe you're, you guys are the same. Like you just, I don't like, I, I've never liked looking at numbers or anything. Cause I just, no matter what happens, you're going to, you're going to end up comparing yourself to somebody that like that you shouldn't be comparing yourself to or something or some expectation. So I've always felt honestly, like basically ever since I learned that somebody listened to any content I created, I'm like, well, I'm over, overachieving. Like that's better than I should. <laughs> that's better than I deserve. Like that's. You know, like, cause I, the other thing too, that I, I listen to so, and I, and I consume and I watch and I, and I participate in so many content creators work that is excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so, so good. I will scream to the rooftops about Backeridge, uh, Jace, who, um, previously Jace plays games. Mm-hmm. I think he's in a, he is a phenomenal streamer mm-hmm. and I just want more, like, I just want him to get like all of the stuff. So as, as proud and happy as i am about like the xbox drive and everything that's happening over there i'm like i look at some of the guys who are just grinding away and it's like i want i want it for you like i want mm-hmm. more people to to have that and experience it because it's just i don't know it doesn't feel fair because i don't think what we do is 
extraordinary by any means. I'm mm-hmm. I'm an idiot yelling "bah" and getting McDonald's mm-hmm. in my stupid yeah, yeah. podcast, you know. But like yeah. some of these guys are just <coughs> and girls are like really, really phenomenal. Yeah. And you just I don't know. I want it more for other people, you know, because I've got friendships out of it. Yeah, like that's enough. Yeah. Well, I think I think here's the thing though is, that, but there's a bunch of people that want it for you. Well, that's that's fair. Yeah. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you. Right? Like, yeah. and, 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 you know, I think, you know, circa the class of 2014. I know. Right? I, I think that, I think that, the, the, you know, there's, um, we all, we all find our own, right? And I mm-hmm. think that just, just as, you know, I think, I think that wanting it for you, right? The, the content you've put out in this show, the relationships you have here, the genuineness, right? On top of the amazing work that you do at the Xbox Drive, on top of just being just a cool person, an amazing streamer, and just, a, just, just awesome. Right, it's that idea of we want that for you. We want that for you, right? There's a community of people who support you and want you to have that success as well. Um, so as you see, as you see others that you're like, hey, yeah. I want that for you. Recognize that you also have a have a, have a, have a bench of cheerleaders behind you who want that. for I you. I feel it. I definitely feel it. And I think like there's and maybe this is the same for you guys as well. Of like, how do you how do you iterate and how do you improve? What's the next version? How do you get better? And I feel like I'm always at this constant, like even at the best of times, I'm my own worst critic. Mm-hmm. Um, but as time becomes more strained and life changes and everything is different, you know, you go, how am I? Like, am I actually creating things better now than I was before? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, it's not, and, it's, and it really is me comparing myself to myself. Because as mm-hmm. soon as I start comparing myself to somebody else, and I'll go truly insane. Yeah. Um, but, but to that point, you know, I want to make sure that the next episode that Ryan and I do together is better than the last. And when Bobby comes back, the cup of Joe is just like, you know, totally hot fire. I want to make sure that that is yeah. really, really good. I yeah. feel like I'm in a, in a pretty good spot with this show just because like, I get to like, Hey Justin, like we haven't chatted in a bit, like end of January, let's do this. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's amazing. And like mm-hmm. when I started, it was like, Oh my God, I hope Justin Masson from Nintendo dads like answers my, my direct yeah. message. And hopefully he'll, he'll jump on And Like what a, what a journey we've all been on to mm-hmm. get to this point. So, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, but I feel comfortable in a, in a couple of places, but I don't, that also kind of like raises some flags for me. Like, don't get too hmm. comfortable, buddy. You know what I mean? I mean, I think, I think it's okay to, I think it's okay to be comfortable, but I don't think it's okay to be complacent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think those are, those are, those, you know, I think, I think like, what are the little things that you're comfortable with that you feel okay about that you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's because the other, other thing is as any artist, you can, you know, it's kind of the idea of like, you know the artist who, who's who's commissioned to paint a painting who never finishes a painting because they keep adding oh it just needs one more stroke yeah, just needs absolutely. one more change yeah. right and to inevi- inevitably you're like at one point you just you know you wreck the painting yeah right or or you're never you're never happy with it so like what is the thing that you can say I'm happy with that like mm-hmm. that is yeah I'm gonna you know I can take a little bit of a victory lap maybe a little bit of a pat on the back and say I'm I'm okay to move forward but again again yeah. not complacency. But just like, yeah, allow me to have that. Allow yourself to have that moment. I think it's important. You know what I think that is, or how that at least has manifest for me. And I was going to ask you about this too, because the last time we chatted, it was you, me, and Zach, and we were like, why don't we just like do this all the time? Like, even if it's like once a month, like why don't we just like podcast together like all the time? And the whole like, what are you comfortable with? Like, at what level you go? Like, okay, like that's enough for me. It's not necessarily um, linked to improving the podcast necessarily or, or something tangible. There, it's it's enough podcasts. Like mm. I have enough. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. this, I have the Xbox drive, do the, mm-hmm. the pants, Patreon podcast and everything. But like at the same time I go like there, there are people out there. You, you are at among the top of this list. It's just like, 
I would love and I would kill to podcast with Justin Masson all the time. Mm-hmm. I would kill to podcast with Donnie Reese all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. You know, there's like there's, but it's just like we're committed. <laughs> like we're already married. You know, like, yeah. we're already yeah. kind of like just like wrong timing. You know, it's just like it's yeah. just different. I I sometimes imagine this idea, and I had this. I had a bit of a laugh about this recently. I said, I wonder what would look like, and maybe, maybe I'd love to see if someone could do this, pull it off. Just a bit of fun, right? We wouldn't, it wouldn't actually come to fruition. But what would the podcast draft look like? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, could you imagine, man. like, like coming over to the PSVG trip? You know, podcast. We're gonna yeah. bring our first oh round. Oh my god, Sean I Capri, love it! I love right? it. Coming over to Mega Dad's Justin Masson. Right, just, oh my god! Like it's, it's a whole like yeah. What would be what would be mm-hmm. the 2021 podcast draft picks? Yeah, we got to start signing our deals. Plan. Like, at what right. point do we become free agents? There's like a day in the year that we all look I, forward to. I, you know, it was it was funny. I thought about that. I thought about that once, right? Or I should say, once, that's but so a funny. Couple times of like, there'll come a point when I'm done with this. I know. I don't like thinking about that. I, I thought about a couple. I've, so real, real, real conversation. I have thought about that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Is my time done? Yeah. And because in a lot of ways, and, and, I, and I don't want to take away from Marty or Eric or Jesse, right, mm-hmm. or Tim or, or Zach or any of those folks. But um, someone's gonna, someone's listening. It's like, who the hell is Eric? <laughs> no, it's like this joke that's like four and a half years yeah, old. But yeah. it just keeps going, right? I'm gonna get a message from Adam Leonard. He's like, oh my god, you call him Eric again. <laughs> um, that idea of like, again, this idea of being stewards, right? But like, yeah. I, I, sh- under my tutelage and stewardship, it has grown this far. Yeah, I'm. I bet it could go bigger or better if I if I was no longer in the way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? The idea of like, am I holding this thing back from being different? Am I holding it back? Because because I can leave and someone else can fill that spot. Someone yeah. else, someone else's leadership, someone else's voice, someone else's opinion, all of those things, and it and it becomes different. It becomes different, a, a different evolution. So where do you hang up those? Where do you hang up the the that that idea? Right, and then it's and then I kind of said like. And then do you do you get picked up by somebody else? Like do you, you become move a free agent? Like the podcast become, afterlife. I think yeah, is you what become happens. like a free agent. Like all of a sudden, is Adam Leonard like, hey, our team's growing. You want to mm-hmm. you want to come over to our show and cuss a bit? Yeah, and it's like, oh, <laughs> sure, okay, why not? Okay, do that. Yeah, why not? So I kind of I kind of wonder like where is where is that fine point for all yeah. of us? So and I think I think the other part of it though, your commentary of like if we just always podcasted together, yeah. which I think would also just be completely amazing. Yeah. Right, it it kind of takes away the specialness of things like this. I know, I know. Like that's, that's the that's the interesting part of it. Um, yeah, I don't know, but but then you know, but I also maybe this is a segue, right? I know this is probably a longer episode than you may want it to be, but like as I as I as I transition, think of like, but this com- these communities of people, right, are stronger than a show. Right, yeah. you know, I, I think we've seen that displayed very easily this last weekend, right, the last couple weekends. Right, that that the that that it's not it's not about it's not about a show. It's about people. Mm-hmm. It's about a community larger than the one that you have built, larger than the one that I have built, around an idea, around a person, a thing that we believe to come together on. Right, and yeah. I think that those are the those are the moments that like you feel good about. That you gets feel good, me, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. When when people are you know committing themselves to something so separate from them from themselves from their own life and dedicating so much time and effort and energy and all the things like that's the stuff that like always gets me when somebody sees somebody else who's fallen and people stop 
and they completely change the direction of whatever it is that they were doing. They go like, hang on a second. Like, I need to help this person. That's the stuff that gets me in the heart, dude. And the fact that it's somebody that's so close to us is just like even more meaningful. Like, it could be a stranger. Like, a stranger falls in the street and somebody goes to help out. I'm like, thank God for that, like, good Samaritan. Like, that's the kind of stuff that just really gets me. And what a special weekend, man. Like, this is something that, like, I've I've had a big journey on thinking about um, with Bobby and everything. And then the whole, like, gaming for Guru thing is just like, it's been a lot. It's been a lot to 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 handle and to to cope with, and just what we actually like actually do about it. Because there's there's so much that we can't do, yeah. Because of location or whatever, like we can't can't save him, you mm-hmm. know. But we could do this. I feel so good about we're good at we're good at maybe a couple of things, but we're particularly good at coming together, rallying communities, playing games putting out content and just going like we we need everybody to come together for bobby on this yeah and i and i you know i'm always you know i i'm always impressed with that idea of you know and some people are probably like you know how did that spin up right yeah so that was marty estes on our side i know i was gonna i wanted to give you guys props on this This is another reason i want to chat with you he said to me he said i i want to do this what do you think and i was like yes like that's Yes, let's do that, right? And just and just how quickly it was for us to, you know, I shouldn't say, and when I say us, it's the idea of just, okay, well, who do you think would want to be this? Who would be mm-hmm. interested, right? And having that conversation, and then how quickly it ballooned, it just ballooned up, right? Of like, oh, there are so many people who want to do this. There are so many people yeah. who want to be engaged, yeah, right? And I, I, you know, we got, I got DMs, you know, days before of like, um, I, I know I'm not part of your group, but I'd like to stream for Bobby as well. Yeah, same. Can you, can you send me like the, the templates you guys are using? And I'm like, here you go, here you go, yeah. here you go. Yeah. Like, let's, let's go. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, I mean, it was, you know, just people coming together and understanding that there was an opportunity for community. I think that's something that, um, that. You know it was a big deal when somebody started stealing the gaming for guru merch. <laughs> like you know you know you hit onto something big when when they started yeah, jacking was, your stuff. That was interesting. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I saw the letter back from Redbubble as well. They're like if you'd like to pursue legal really? <laughs> reasonings. I was like holy jeez. Wow. You guys do not screw around on No this kidding. Stuff. I wonder how many they sold. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to ask. Yeah. Um, but so. yeah, but I mean it was Marty's it was Marty's idea to just wanting to do something and like Thank God for for Marty on that, dude. Like, there's 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 kudos that should go around across the board, but it, there's something to be said about having the courage and just the to know who to go to to go. Like, I want to do something for him, and it turning out to be like that. Everybody played a role in it being as big as it has been, and it and a success that it's been. But it would be nothing without the spark, without that idea, and going to the right people to make it a thing. Yeah, and and I think I think the other nice part is that I think it, I think everyone was probably their headspace was probably in that area, but it needed a nudge. Yeah. Oh, big like, time. Like yeah. like in the, mo- the the moment someone was like, "What about if we do a charity stream?" Like everyone's like, "Oh my god, there it is." Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you mean and everyone just kind of kind of came into it? Um, uh, and it was you know it was it was great to also just get so many people like on, on our planning calls together and just mm-hmm. chat. I know. I love the the secret of nature, like, oh, who's on this Zoom call? Like, what are we doing and everything? And I think maybe part of it too was like the timing of it was. Holy shit, like he's been sick a long time. Yeah. Like not even just like sick, like sick, you know, when you you got the flu or something like that. Like he's in intensive care. Like he's in really serious shape. And I 75 days. At least at this point. At least. But well, yeah, when we when, I, when we were doing that weekend it was like 75 days cuz he got right. in like the 31st, right? That's like that. right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Still so it just started to pile up all the things that he had missed. Like 
it was it was right at Halloween, so the consoles were launching the next week, and he missed Thanksgiving and Christmas and yep. New Year's and his birthday and all these things. And it's like holy, like I think all that started to dawn on people. You know, yep. they, I think people kind of like maybe got out of the fog of Christmas or whatever it was, and they're like, I haven't heard from Bobby in a while. Like you know, yep. for the, like the people like us who are like really close, we like. I'm thinking about him every single day and know like acutely what's going on with him. But for people who are like maybe just outside of the going like, I haven't heard from Bobby in a while. Is he okay? Wait, what, what happened to him? And I think it just sort of like it hit people in that big way. So it was kind of nice to at least create some awareness Mm -hmm. on that. And I don't know, bring people together. I, I, I'm just continuing to be curious on like what Bobby we get back. You know, I I wonder, I want to talk to him on this. I want to go like, so what was that like? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, there's, 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 there's so much there, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. To your point, like, what is the Bobby that we get back? Yeah, right. Like, like, you know, is is does it does it fundamentally shift change his life completely? Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and not not just like healthcare, but like mindset. Yeah, like the, he'll be will he be the Stadia guru from now on? Like, is he, is he just gonna totally abandon Nintendo? Well, well, like, you know, one of one of I had this moment not too long ago. I was like, man, he's gonna be so pissed with the amount of weeds on his island. <laughs> <laughs> or just happy he's got something to do now. I don't know. Right. But, but just that idea, like, what does that look like for him? And, and does yeah. it like change? It's like, Hey guys, I don't, I don't want to stream anymore. I really want to, I gotta, I have to, I have to be super, super, super healthy. I'm going to run yeah. every day. You guys can yeah. watch me on the, like the running guru show. Mm-hmm. And right. You're like, wow. Like, what is this? Like, what does this fundamentally do? But I mean, yeah, yeah I think, I think just, just as a, just a bunch of people coming together. I, that was, I think that was a pretty important moment in this pretty yeah. special. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't do that kind of thing often. We don't do it lightly. No. So I think that was the other thing too, is like, we want to make sure that these things are, and man, like there's so many examples of this though. Like this is sort of like an extreme, he's very, very sick. But yeah. like when Lincoln was born, Josh mm-hmm. Stapleton got a whole bunch of people together and yeah. like set his yeah. education fund off to a really great start. And there's like countless stories yes. like this of people coming together and just helping each other out. And it's just, I don't know. That is not what any of us anticipated starting up this show or Nintendo no. Dads or anything. No. <laughs> like, how does this work? Like, no, how do we get I, I was like, so I, yeah, I just want to hang out with some friends and talk video games. I know. And, uh, and that's, that's the, you know, that's part of the commentary before of just being the steward of something yeah. that you did not prepare for. So, Dude, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care about time if you're good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good like, to keep going. I got yeah. nothing but time, my friend. Yeah. What else is going on in life, man? What else you got? What else you got? We got a hot tub. Did you really? Yeah, got a hot tub. Yeah. Why? And oh, uh, oh I, we've been thinking about it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, my my wife. When we came back from Ireland, uh, we were staying with some friends for about uh, three weeks as we prepped our house. Yeah. And they had a hot tub, and she's like, they had a hot tub like in their deck. And she's like, man, I really like the hot tub. The hot tub's yeah. great. And I was like, yeah, hot tubs are great. Moving not, on. Not buying. Not. Not right, buying. Like, we're not. We're not, <laughs> we're not buying. And uh, and so every once in a while she'd be like uh, outside measuring. She's like, "Yeah, hot tub could maybe fit here." I was like, "Yeah, it's great." That's so funny. Why were you reverse to it? Why? I, why? Why? Well, I, well, first the cost was pretty high, right? Of course. So of I, course. I, I had said, "You don't need a hot tub. You need friends with hot tubs." We have them, <laughs> and that's yeah, really man. the important part. Yeah, right? that's, that's what my parents said about consoles. Like, you don't yeah, need a Nintendo. Like, you need you get friends, friends with Nintendo's with consoles, mm-hmm. right? So we had we had saved up our money to go to Japan. Uh, mm. This year, in 2020, for the yeah. and uh, it didn't happen. Yeah, she's like, you know what? Also, could work. Were you going to go to see the Olympics? No, we weren't going to go for the Olympics. We were going to go for Nintendo. I love it. 
Yeah, yeah that was. I mean, that wasn't the. I mean, I don't. I don't want to say that was the exact reason we were going, but my wife was like, "We're gonna get it's your fortieth birthday. We're going to Japan. We're gonna go to the Nintendo thing. Oh, that's thing. so cool. You're gonna have a go. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna do the Disney thing." I was like, "Ah, yeah. awesome!" Like I was totally on board. We were ready for it. COVID struck. So she's like, "You know, we could use those that money to do something here." And I'm like, "All right, let's just we're pulling the trigger." That's on this really thing. funny. We're, we're not going anywhere. We may as well have a staycation. Really nice. Of course. So, so yeah, we bought a hot tub and. That's been interesting. Hot yeah, it's got to help with your running and everything. It has, yeah. Like, like I'm, you know, again, being a fat kid, like, I'm sore by, like, the next two days. Like, my joints hurt. Oh, so dude, I didn't know exactly I'm, what you mean. I'm, like, I just kind of soak it in. I'm, like, oh, this is great. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Jody got me for Christmas, like, this muscle, like, relaxant, coolant stuff. Mm. Uh, they're almost like, almost like a bath bomb that you can throw in the hot tub and it, like, yeah. helps. Just kind of gives out aromas. Like Epsom uh, salts and stuff. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, and I was, like... I don't know whether it works or whether it's 25 bucks we just threw down the drain, but it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been nice. I will tell you, we have had some amazing conversations in the hot tub. Yeah, I'll bet. Um, just even about just, that? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Well, well, there's, a, there's a couple things there, right? We've had we've had amazing conversations with, with our daughters in there. Yeah. Um, and then when the kids go off to bed and Jody and I just sit in the hot tub afterwards, just some really amazing conversations there. Mm-hmm. Because it does a couple things. It forces you... Do not be distracted. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. You can't have That's your right. phone on you. You can't have a phone on you, mm-hmm. right? And you're and you're in a very relatively close, close and intimate spot, mm-hmm. right, in relation to each other. So it kind of forces just some some real good conversations. Yeah, um, it's it's been really nice actually. I've been very much enjoying it, despite my like moaning and groaning. We were getting a hot tub. I was yeah. like, Murr. And shake a fist, but I'm like, okay, I hate it when you're right. I feel like right. I am on the same. It's funny because Chelsea's been kind of like mentioning as well. Not that we have any, like we've not been saving for a Japan trip, so like yeah. God knows how that would even happen. But yeah. like, I could see it. I could absolutely like my my fear is just like our kids are a little small. Yeah. You know, like it's hard. It's, and it, it would it would be just as hard for them to even get into it. The cover famously yeah. very yeah. very heavy. I think yes. at least seventy five pounds, if I remember correctly. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you gotta like train up just to you yep. know mm-hmm. you, you earn the trip into the hot tub just by lifting the cover off. You're like, yes. Sore muscles. It, yeah, I'm tired thing. now. I'm tired now. Mm-hmm. You gotta close that thing later, you're gonna be a wreck. How um, is like taking care of it though? Like that's the biggest thing for me, like aside from the cost and everything. Yeah, um the, yeah, you take care of it. Like every week we change the filters in yeah, it and you, you put some put some of the like, you know, drops and chemicals to level sure. the, ba- the balance out. It's pretty you know, it's pretty Right. pretty good like it's it's not overly horrible you got to get you got to get your switch in a um like a ziploc bag or yeah. something like that like just like a waterproof that thing up and you gotta yeah. that'll be the next just set of commercials there and see, see what happens mm-hmm. i i got a new apple watch that's waterproof and the first time i brought mm. it in I brought it into the hot tub nearly gave me a heart attack yeah because i was not used to that idea how uh, is how i've um I, i've done the stupidest thing where i'm like I, i'll do chores around the house wearing my watch and i find because i wear it on my on my left wrist or whatever I've scratched it, man. Like, what am I even doing? Like, I've got a, I've got a screen protector on my phone. I've got nothing on this watch. Yeah. And I, like, yep. are, is yours still in good shape and everything? Mine's still, now, mine is still in good shape. Now, mine is mine is only a couple months old. It's mm-hmm. the uh, Apple Watch Six. Yeah, same. Um, but I had I had an original, like the OG one, and I oh, remember yeah. one day I'm walking around my house and I turn around and we have a we have an island on in our middle of our kitchen and I and I hit it and I heard a yeah uh, and I was I, like. Uh, and I turned like you could see the chip, and I was like, oh, "It's awful." Yeah, I have to go get. I have to go get a screen protector on mine still. Is that a As thing? Those... Like, I actually didn't know if that was a thing. Like, can yeah, I actually get one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there are like you can go to you can go to uh, like Best Buy, and they have like little screen protectors you can buy for them. Yeah. You know, you can this, actually, this conversation with us like this is actually going to cost me a lot of money. 
I apologize. I apologize. Between a hot tub and a screen case. Hot tub and screen case. <laughs> yeah. If I was to prioritize that, I'd <laughs> Stadia. Case first. Stadia. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's hilarious. If you just want to use my Amazon link that I'm going to put in the chat below, mm-hmm. I can just get some, you know, that'd be great. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think those I think those are the big things for, for us that are going on. I mean, we're all, I think everyone's just trying to get on like, the best yeah. you can. Yeah. Um, How are you, like, looking forward to, like, 2020? I feel like this time last year, maybe we, I had all the plans, man. Yeah. I had all the aspirations, all the goals. I wanted to do all the things. And, like, I don't know. I feel like it's sort of, like, reset at least a little bit of that in me. That's something that I've really had a hard time quietening down over the years. Yeah. And I didn't really have much of a choice of it. Just sort of, like, okay, deal with not moving as much as you'd like to. You know, deal yeah. with just life being a little less in control or me being less in control of life. So yeah. this year I've kind of just like, who knows, man, whatever happens, happens. I, I've, lo- I've looked at now as like only having, um, goals for the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goals for the week are the, and, and I don't yeah, mean dude. that like, like disparagingly bad, but like literally that's as far as my brain goes. Now. Yeah. Let's just get through. I'm it. like, you know, what my goal for this week is, is I am going to go for that run on Wednesday. That's my Good goal. Yeah. If I can do that, that's a check mark. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, going to try and, uh, maybe, you know, fix that light bulb or hang that curtain that I was supposed to, those will be the check marks. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like anything beyond a week scope of, of looking is just ridiculous because yeah. anything like you can't, like it's, I guess it's a weird thing of like, you can't really look forward to things the way you, you used to. Yeah. Right. Um, we're, we're looking at maybe doing some traveling in the summer. I get sabbatical this time at work. So I get an extra week of holidays. So I've got, nice. a, I've got a, I've got a, basically eight weeks of holidays this year to use yeah um so i was like well maybe we'll head out to the east coast right good for born, you dude oh man we were talking about born, traveling before that's yeah, the place to go i was born on the east coast and yeah. so i was like we haven't been back i'd like to go back and we you know we've, we've loved travel so let's do that and then i'm like i want i want to plan that yeah but but like is yeah. that is that ill-advised do you know what i mean like like but i also believe that we have to we have to somewhere in our in our minds be okay with like dreaming again mm-hmm. and believing again mm-hmm. because believing gives us hope and gives us things to move forward towards and to push towards and reality. Right. Yeah. And and so there's this kind of this grandiose, like the grandiose grandiose is we're going to go to Japan in a couple of years. Right. Yeah. That's the big thing. Right. But I'm like, well, if we can't do that, let's scale it back one. Yeah. Right. So maybe East coast Canada. Yeah. It's and halfway there. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the other part is like, well, okay. So and you understand state? them just as well. Exactly. Right. What's, what's the saying. scaled back version of that? I was like, well, scaled back version of that is like going to Banff for the weekend yeah. with yeah. the kids. And and so I'm like, well, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the getaway, right? So what are those little incremental things that you get excited about? Yeah. Right? That that people invest into. And that's why I think like so you know, why we're seeing so many people like, you know, want their video game fixes and, oh, this game got pushed and you're upset and my expectations weren't met on this. And like, mm-hmm. because when you don't have a lot of anything to look forward to, everything you look forward to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that fundamentally, I think that fundamentally changes things. But, but for me, it's, it is, I have no idea what 2021 will hold for me. Yeah. Um, but I know that this week I'm supposed to go for a run. And uh, we're going to try and play board, ga- board games on Saturday night. And I love it. That seems awesome. Yeah. Right? The simplicity of just those things, um, as opposed to the complexity of, I think, what we what our lives c- could be or have mm-hmm. been in the past. Right? I, I kind of hope if, if, if as we come out of this, you know, whenever that is, whenever the, the zombie vaccine hasn't killed us. Right, of course. Right? That we all take a stock of, like, 
because everyone says they want normal back. They want, yeah. they want every, but like, what is it that you want there specifically? Mm-hmm. Is it you want to gather with people? That's awesome. I get that. Is it you want your schedule to be as crazy and as busy as it was before? Right. Running around place to place. And as a parent, like shuttling my kids to this thing and that thing and this thing and that thing. Or do you enjoy the fact that you're together? Like, mm-hmm. and those times. And yes, my kids drive me nuts and my wife drives me nuts. And we all drive each other nuts. Yeah. We all get that, right? But like, what are those things that you take stock on? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to go back to that. Yeah. That's funny because like that was one of the first things that I still try to remind myself like how much more sleep I'm getting now because I don't have to get up so early where I don't have to do yeah. the commute thing, right? When, but it's sorry. I was going to ask you about your commute thing. Did you struggle transitioning to work from home? No, I was like I was dude like I I got a whiff of like maybe we're working from home. I'm like pack up my stuff. <laughs> I am totally set. I've got like a better desk and and monitors. I've got my whole like this like my whole station is like. I've, I've always taken a lot of pride in this space and making it as like conducive to me being here as, as humanly possible. So when I heard, yeah, let's work from home, I'm like, we, I actually started working from home a day early. Like, okay, everybody can work home starting Tuesday. I'm like, Monday, we're here. And I got my whole team set up. I dropped off stuff at their houses, making sure that they were all good. Like, I was stoked about it. I thought this was great. I also thought it was going to be a couple of weeks, you know, I think like everybody else did. Um, but your point is well taken like there for every good thing that has come out of working from home and everything like there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that we that we trade off for mm-hmm. completely completely so like i am looking forward to certain things coming back like i i actually oddly enough like i i don't miss getting up early to have my commute but i miss my commute because i took the bus and that's when i played switch and that's when i read and i you know i've talked about this a bunch so there's there's that stuff but when if i think about march of last year which is crazy that it was that it was a year ago. I was I was thinking about just like thanking the universe for just like taking a pause for a bit. Mm. As awful as everything is and the fact that like the pandemic is is terrible and has you know nearly took Bobby and has taken a lot of people um again in our extended family that we know. It was um I was just trying to take stock in the fact that like life bef- just before that Monday where I started working from home Life was absolutely insane. And I guess the reflection that I have now is I don't know if it's less insane. Or it doesn't feel necessarily like it's so much smoother, but it's got to be. It's got to be mm-hmm. easier now <laughs> than it was because you just, I don't have a two hours of my day commute, yeah. commuting all the time now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's funny, you know, when we talk about people who work from home, right? Those, those transitions, right? And that's, and that's an interesting thing that I would say there as well. Um, when we five years ago, when we transitioned our team to our entire site to work from home, myself and a couple other trainers were kind of led with the task of like, you guys need to train people on how to work from home. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that people always say the most is like, man, I love the fact that I'm not getting my commute, right? I don't have to sit in traffic. I don't have to do these things, right? right. But there's also something very um, mentally gauging about those things, yeah. right? Both both going into work and going out of work, right? Um because when you're leaving work, you get to kind of like that car ride, whatever that is, you get to kind of like begin to like leave those things behind, mm-hmm. right? They begin to trickle away. You begin to get into your routine of going home. It's maybe stopping at the grocery store. There is a, there is a, there is a definitive transition yeah. from home or some work to home. And as you moved into, when you move into the office or head into the office in the morning, there's a mental transition there, right? Right. I've left the house. I'm preparing for work. Thinking about your work day. Maybe thinking of plans, strategizing that is. 
whatever those things are. But now when work is at home, those, mm. those boundaries are not the same, right? And, and so how you create routine for yourself to be able to create healthy boundaries is really important, yeah. right? Because you would have a 15, you know, two hour commute. So you decompress differently Big time. so that when you came home, you were prepared, you were ready, you were family focused, right? Where here, when your office is literally kind of everything, right? It, it, it becomes this kind of place where it feels hard to be in. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, Justin. You've just reminded me of about uh, six to 50,000 things that I need to do for work. Like basically like <laughs> tomorrow morning, like first thing like this. Whole, you're, you're absolutely right. Like it's, and this is, it's, it's almost impossible to quantify the, the trade-offs that we talk mm-hmm. about. Like, are we more efficient in some ways? Probably, but we also don't get to like bump into people in the hallways yep. and have those conversations. Like any conversation I have has to be so much more purposeful because I basically have to book the time to like schedule a Skype or yep. a Zoom call or whatever it is. So yep. it's just, I don't know, man. Like it's Ac- accidental creativity or accidental problem solving doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Same so it's, like I can't tell you that like, you know, we've done X times more because we're, we're clicking from meeting to meeting instead of like walking from meeting to meeting. It seems like. You know, we've got so much more desk time and all these all these things seem to be better, but like it doesn't feel like we're that much further ahead. You know, Interesting, interestingly enough, uh, we we're reading we we're doing some research on this before. In the first six months of an employee transition to work from home, there's typically a 15 percent productivity bump. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. Right. Because there's a couple things. First one is my boss never believes I'm working. Mm. So I always have to prove I'm working. Yeah. Right, so I have to. I have to kind of like every every time they message me or email me, I have to respond instantly. The yeah. phone rings, I have to be there instantly. So they're always connected. If they they won't take a break in the same way as they would have before, right? Because nothing's pulling them away from the desk unless there is like a definitive like. If you were like, hey, I'm going to the coffee, you know, the canteen with you know Sally. Sally, totally. you go for a drink, you'll go together, right? Yes, yeah, Sally. But there's great. nothing. There's nothing pulling you. You won't. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So so there's a lot of there's a lot of little factors that 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 lead around. Well, now family's home. And family's home, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, so there's there, there's a positive there, but also like you don't take a, I don't know, maybe a, I'm trying to figure out how to do this, like take a break like I would, but you go like, okay, I'm going to take a break and then like go parent, which is not necessarily yeah. a break. Like you like it's, you realize like how much easier it actually is in a lot of ways yeah. just to be at work <laughs> yeah. when you have like the kids at home. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it is, it's, it's very different. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. what, what we give and what we take is interesting. Yeah. If you're, do you think your, your job will allow you to work from home full time when you guys go back? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't know what I, what I'll do. I think the option will be there for us. And I think I keep weighing back and forth on this. Like I'll probably end up doing like a, like maybe one month at a time. Like Mm -hmm. I'll be at home for a month and then be in the office for a month. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be like Monday is this way and Tuesdays. I don't deal well with that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I need to be, I need to settle in. I need to have my, like, I need my routine to that point. Like I just, I don't think that I'll be. Like I'll forget something at, at, at a small level. I'll just forget something critical at home yeah. or at the office. Yeah. It's like I forgot my laptop or I forgotten the thing. Like I just, I need to be the same uh, for weeks at a time. And then there's a number of other reasons that I would want to do that. So like yeah. I would want to like every January I'll work from home. There's yeah. a polar vortex right now, dude. It's so <laughs> cold outside. Holy crap. There's no way I don't want to leave, but yeah. yeah. I want to be able to like just go like speaking of like getting back to normal. I want to like be able to take my kids to a place that they can just go like run around, like go to a park or a playground or something. And there's just so few options right now. Uh, we're gonna go like we're, uh, Lincoln is loving skiing. Oh nice! We're gonna, we're gonna go skiing. Um, there's a hill over here, so we found like uh, some new skis for them. They're twenty bucks. Who knows if they'll snap in half the next time he uses them? But you know, saved a couple bucks. 
why not? Right. You know? like, like, why not provide that opportunity, that experience and, and, and see what happens? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. There's, I have a lot of, um, I don't know, like, what are your, what are your kids into? Like extracurriculars and stuff? Like, can you talk about that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, so it's a great, it's a great question. Cause it's very, ch- and that's, and the reason I say it's a great question is when we, we had just come back from Ireland mm-hmm. about six months before the pandemic kicked up. Yeah. They hadn't kind of fully got themselves back into their systems of stuff. Right. My youngest very much was into dance. Yeah. So she mm-hmm. did dance in Ireland and did dance in Canada and she very much enjoyed that. Um, my oldest is still kind of trying to figure out what she likes. Um, she's, she likes gymnastics and she likes jumping around trampolines and bouncing and tumbling and kind of just being, just playing on parks. Like she just really enjoys that. They also all both attended like a youth group. Yeah. Right. So that was always important to them and just hanging out with her friends. Like that was really like those, those that's hard. Yeah. Right. That's hard watching your kids who are like, I just, I really just want to hang out with, with my friends. Yeah. And we had, and I know that like here in Alberta, right, recently, uh, the outside band was lifted, right, where you could actually hang outside with like 10 people or something. Yeah. Right? And my daughter, who doesn't typically pay much attention to the news because she thinks it's horribly boring. Yeah. But like that day, she was like, mom, dad, did you hear the band is lifted? Like, like, can we set up a play date with? Yeah. Right. And the huge, the, just that thirst that they have. Of like, I just want to play with my friends because the other reality is like they're in school, but like mm-hmm. what I'm hearing, I'm like, that does not sound like play. That does not sound fun. I'm like, what did you do today for lunch? And they're like, well, I sat with my friend at a table and we watched Inside Out. Yeah. For the ninth time this week. Uh, yeah. Like, oh. I was like, can you guys play? They're like, no, we can't. So like it's those it's those kind of things that are just, just heartbreaking here, right? And they just they just want to be kids. Right yeah. there, there, there is a there is a group of kids that will grow up in this time and just be like, that's the thing, mm-hmm. that's the thing that they, you know, like so. My and it's forever oldest, for them too. Like it's, it's yeah. felt like forever for us, yeah. but like you remember a year as a kid, yeah. a year. Yours, yours. My my oldest Ryland, she's in grade seven now. Um, she, uh, you'll remember this options. Yeah. Right. So in grade six, she got her options right, and so her first semester was photography, and she really, really loved that. So good. And then her se- she did something else. Her second semester was like um, coding. Yeah. And she was really Holy she was crap. like yeah, and like her third semester, she I think she's in like leadership. Yeah. Um. And so she's like these are these are things that you know so she's cool. picked out, she's excited about, but of course March right chunk Ugh. cuts that right. So you so she lost half of her second semester, lost her third semester, and now in grade seven. They don't. Have, they're not doing any electives. Yeah. Right. It's core subjects, and then it's gym uh, and phys ed. I how the hell did they do that? Gym, gym and health. I don't know exactly what they're doing for gym. Oh but I'd say, she'd say she'd go to the dentist actually because she has to get braces. Um, and uh, she's coming back to she's coming back to class and she's like, oh, I'm coming back in gym class. I said, Yeah, well, you get to gym class, you know, sure. Look, I just tell a teacher a couple minutes late and go get changed and go into gym. And she's like, Dad, we don't we don't get changed anymore. We can't like we just kind of hang out in this area and we try and like she's like when it's nice outside we go for a walk around the, the school. Yeah, I was like I'm sorry around the school around the prison yard because I'm not a hundred percent sure. Exactly, holy cow! But the other reality is, and, and people are probably cussing at me right now. That's the reality that these teachers have to work in. Yeah, right, because they're due oh, diligence. Like, like I came to the front door today to pick up Ryland to go for, to the ortho, and like the door was locked, like the front door, and I yeah. was like. 
this is weird, but okay. It was like you had to ring a bell, and this like lady comes, like pokes her head out. She's like, "Who are you? And what do you want?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "I want my kid." And so it was just very different. But yeah. again, I'm like, their job is to keep those kids as safe as possible. Like, and and, I, and you know, speaking of other things of schools that drive me crazy, but again, I shouldn't say crazy, but a, a very different time than what you and I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I remember when we came back to Canada. She's like, "I went through our first lockdown drill today." Like for a shooter, for an active shooter, an active shooter yeah. lockdown drill, and I was like, Fuck. "Yeah," I was like, "That is, man, that is that is stuff that we did not have to deal with as like kids." Maybe, maybe you would take a fire drill seriously, maybe. Yeah, and that was maybe. Yeah, that was like, maybe. You probably like go grab your. You do the the cardinal sin of like going to grab your jacket. Like yeah. they would say specifically, don't go grab anything. You're yeah. like, eh, it's pretty cold yeah. outside. It's Canada. So it's 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 those kind of things that like you just you just you struggle. Those are the, those are the things that like there's no book there's no way to prepare for it. Like and I think that's the hardest thing. It's just like you know life continues to throw challenges and challenges in different ways. I think yeah. part of it is just like the the completely I think unspoken challenge of like watching your kids go through hardships is like holy crap, dude. And you just sometimes you don't even you literally don't even know like how to support them or guide them through it because like this is the first this is my first pandemic i don't know about you you know there's there's certain things that even that you had gone through that hit kids differently now just because of social media or their environment or whatever it is like there's just so many things that are different that it's hard i think that's on top of everything else yeah and and you know i I, you know so rylan is is 13 right so she's a tween yeah right so there's a lot of emotions there's a lot of hormones there's a lot of those kind of things right and so some days it's you know I, i kind of have a bit of a bit of a laugh with my wife i said i it feels a bit jekyll and hyde some days yeah like i don't like i don't know what, what's happening right and then you layer on to your point a pandemic right isolation all these things right and i remember there was there was a day not too long ago that she just got upset and she started crying and i just said are you okay and she's like no and i said do you know what you're crying about yeah she said no and oh. i said okay and that's okay let's just yeah. let's you just need a hug yeah yep and it's like, okay, well, let's just have that moment, right? And so those are things that like you can't prepare for, but you just you just kind of hold them and be like, man, I you know I, you know everything will be okay, but like I know it hurts or sucks right now, yeah, right, so and, lot, and, th- and those and those and those are and you're, you're going to experience that, right, as, as a parent, and we all are, and those are those are challenges that we all we all face, and it's it sucks, but I would also say what I'm also amazed with, which is like, I. I've never really heard my kids come home and complain yeah. about school. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, so you guys are like doing an outside, you know, basically prison walk with masks. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but that's okay. I get to see my, I do get to see my friend there and I get to talk Holy to her for a bit. That's the thing. And you're like, I'm like, cause this sounds horrible to me. Mm-hmm, yeah, you mm-hmm. are, you're doing okay. She's like, yeah, yeah I'm doing okay. And I was, uh... I, I was, you know, I was always, I think I said this to you last time when we talked about the move to Ireland. We as parents will always worry about our children. Mm-hmm. We will always do that. And they were the, the the kids, Rylan and Morgan, Jody and I worried about them the most. How are they going to adapt to this change? Yeah. How are they going to do? How are all these things? But I will tell you that they are the ones that I was impressed with the most. Yeah. They did, I think I've said this to you before, they did better than I did. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Like they, they were just like, yeah, this is the way it is. And this is what we're going to do. And we're going to move forward. And this is awesome. I look forward to this. And like, yeah. 
just the change. Whereas we are stuck in this way of like, I can't, man, I can't imagine going outside and doing this walk and that's unsucky and wearing a mask and all like, mm-hmm. that's my perspective. And you they're see like, all the bad in it. I see all the bad. And they're like, yeah, but I get to see my friend. I get yeah. to hang out with her. Yeah. And she's, and man, we, it was awesome. And dad, by the way, I got, I'm on an honor roll and dad, by the way, I got a hundred percent. And you're like, and so as a parent, all these, all these knots that you have inside of you that are struggling and you're like, all right, all right. Yeah. Cause I can't control a lot right now. Yeah. But I could just control the love that we show. Of course. Of right. Course. And that's, that's, that's the thing that you can only control. I think it'd be interesting to sort of like reflect on there's, I think there's probably a point in time and ever in all of our lives where we go from that super adaptable, just seeing the best and everything like it. I've, I've learned a lot, even just like watching Lincoln when we go for a walks and he's just like, you know, when he, he's been really into animal crossing, he goes to a tree and he shakes it and he pretends like the <laughs> fruit is falling down. Like he thinks that is like the greatest thing. So we're, we're having a walk and I've done a lot of reflecting on this and I'm sitting there thinking about God knows what, like work is difficult and whatever else. And, and I'm seeing this kid just like so joyful, you know, like just seeing everything that's so great. I'm like, yeah, I need a little bit of that. Like it was just like right there in front of my face as clear as day, the message that I needed to be delivered to me in that moment of just like, look at this kid. He's just, he's pretending he's in his imagination. He's, and he's so happy about this totally boring walk. Like there's, there's nothing remarkable about it at all other than the fact that he's like, he's loving it and he's, and we're spending time together. And that's like, but there is a, this point in time where you go from that to where we are now, where you're worried about stuff and you're stressed about stuff. And I, um, you know, I can remember I got in a car accident when I was 18 years old, um, which was pretty bad, like totaled my car. Um, and we had to go to court over a couple of things. And I think I was 18 at the time and still very fairly carefree about stuff mm-hmm. and going through the, the whole like court process. And I was pretty carefree about all that. And my dad commented to me to say, like, you're really good about that, about being like cool, calm and collected under those t- certain mm. sort of circumstances. And I think part of it was. Maybe I just didn't even understand like the severity of the situation. Mm-hmm. Really, like I didn't really mm-hmm. like grasp like the gravity of it all. Yeah. But also, I think I was still kind of there's like that innocence. Like mm-hmm. before we turn into crotchety old men, where we just go like, it'll be fine. Like it's yeah. it's fine. You know, like God knows what could happen to me in that yeah. court proceedings. Like mm-hmm. who the hell knows? But my dad was. I remember he was so nervous about it, and I wasn't, and I couldn't understand what he was so nervous about. And now I reflect on it, you know, 18 years later, actually, mm-hmm. funny enough. And I go, I, I would have been exactly the same as my dad. I yeah. would have been freaking out yeah. totally for, for Lincoln going into this thing. Like it wasn't even him. It didn't impact him at all. But he, yeah. had, to, he had to be there. Um, I think about that a lot, actually. Yeah. It, 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 you know, like, yeah, that's in, it's a kind of question of, of when did you stop believing that you could be anything? Yeah. Right. What point was that that you realized, you know, doing because I, mean, I think we're all growing up. You're like, I'm going to be an astronaut. Yeah. Right. And you're like, there comes a point in your life. You're like, yeah, nope, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Right? yeah. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> wherever, wherever that point is, that reality beacon, whatever that is, that's I think when things shift. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, your, your son's shaking a tree. The reality is he's kind of hoping that maybe this bag will fall out or yeah. whatever. It yeah, is, right? totally. There's this, there's this idealism, this this. But that and the, the concern that I have so much now, I think, as parents of this age is that. You know, if that was if that was sixteen, maybe where we stopped believing we could be anything, and that was back for us in the eighties and nineties, right? That that I believe has become exponentially pushed and more, yeah, right. With with social media and 
connectivity and media and ads and that kind of stuff right and and you know does that mean like for a kid now it's like at 10 years old they stop believing they can be anything yeah growing up fast is not necessarily a good thing i think we all like know the kid who grew up like faster than others because of like probably shitty circumstances right and it's just like that's not enviable not even a little bit like you want to because we're living longer now than ever Mm -hmm. you don't want to you don't want to like spend most of your life crotchety (laughs) you know like even more Yeah, yeah i don't know man and I think like part of it, I uh, I don't know, but you're dealing with like you're, you're dealing with forty really good man. Like, Thank you're, you. <laughs> you really are. Like you know, I don't know. Like you're you're as energetic as I've seen you, and you're I don't know. You just I continue to look up to you, man. I appreciate uh, well, that's very very kind. But uh, you know, I yeah, I don't know. Thank you. It's very kind. I always enjoy our chats together. I, yeah. I, and I, you know what? I I adore looking up to you and our relationship. And you know, I wish we were closer and and connected more. And those are all statements of like I wishes, but like we can make those realities. Well, eventually we can. We make will. Those yeah. Realities. No. There's honestly like I'm just I'm just coming out and saying these things. Like it's just like it. it it's not impossible. It's yeah. No. Not, it's, like there, there's no reason it should be. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can we can even even Zach can come if he wants. Like even even Zach. <sighs> no. I mean, we I can talk about. We can cut this part out. I mean, that's just mess. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell people where to find you on the internet and stuff like that? All the things that you're doing. I mean, sure. Yeah. If you okay. want, to, if you want to follow my nonsense, uh, Masson twenty three M A S S O N two three is on Twitter, and uh, of course Nintendo Dads. That's we're on all the social media platforms and podcasts and that kind of stuff. And that's it. That's all. That's all Love we it, do. Man. Well, thanks for your entire night. But it's Thank good thing we're in the Sean. Mountain Time Zone. I love this. This is this is still reasonable, I think, for both of us. I think so, absolutely. Yeah, I, my my wife was like, she's like, well, how long is this podcast with Sean? I'm like, gosh, you're looking, it's an hour. Yeah. And she says to me, I kid you not, she's like, so you mean two, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I, I knew that she, I actually messaged her. I went, I, said, I went, no, he runs a tight ship. He'll be fine. No, 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 not really. Uh, and also, anything I can do to ever get back to you guys for your marathons that you do on a week-to-week basis, like, goodness gracious, what the hell are you guys doing? I four-hour podcast yeah, you're just we, like yeah. we, no news we slow news week. It, we never happens it never yeah happens. yeah well whatever so all right man i'm gonna all right i'm gonna cut it through the music here now okay okay <laughs> Justin Masson back on the show. If not, to ask maybe a, maybe a couple of other questions. I had some other things that I had on my on my pad of paper here that we could have chatted about. Um, number one, I want to make sure that we we talk about that podcast draft because that would be incredible. I'd love to even just for fun, just kind of like see what happens. Uh, but I need to ask him like, how did he get so wise? He is so wise of the world. He's he's a very smart man. That Justin Masson, and he he he. Uh, uh, I always, I always like to just try to absorb the wisdom. Just being in his presence is really nice, and really like that guy. I like having. Hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, a little bit of a longer chat, but we just thought we would just kind of let loose. It's going to be a while before Justin's back on because you know he's got he's got the Nintendo Dads thing. He's a big superstar. Uh, actually, honestly, like he should just come back like next month. Justin, like what are we doing, man? What are we dancing around here? I hope you guys like that. I that was I, I needed that that chat. That was. Uh, I don't know. Like it wasn't anything like incredibly heavy weighing on me. I don't think at least this week. But um, it was just kind of nice just to to catch up with a friend and basically tell him in a in a variety of different ways that I will be 
visiting his doorstep. <laughs> as soon as this whole thing is over, man, I don't care if I'm invited. I'll, I'll talk to Tim all from Nintendo Dad. I'll get I'll get your address, Justin Madison. I will find it. I will find it. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Um, but dude, like I'm I'm so excited by the prospect of maybe or the idea that maybe this whole like COVID thing could could come to an end and maybe one day we'll actually get to hang out. With some of the people who aren't on the other side of the world, like Justin Masson is relatively close. Like a lot of people here in Alberta, in Canada. We could do this, you guys. I'm telling you. Hey, if you like the show, hey, hey, thanks for listening, by the way. If any, if you like it, you go to patreon.com slash yumikapuri. You can throw a buck our way. You get this early. You get it actually very early. You get it on Fridays. You get the whole weekend. You could be doing like house chores or or, or something that you want to like maybe. This show could take your mind off it all weekend. Getting or ignore your family, your responsibilities all weekend, just be having sweet, sweet hangs. Patreon.com slash Yumi Capri, of course. Uh, you'd be supporting the show and the Xbox Drive and 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 Bobby, of course. And when we come back, how could we not talk about Bobby on this episode? That was a great chat. And I'm rambling, but the music is coming to an end. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Uh, the show is We the GamerCast, and shout out to Brent Robinson for continuing to run that Twitter account. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody for listening. I appreciate Justin Masson. I appreciate Chris Johnson from last week, and I appreciate Jason. Of course, Jason. Where is he? I, I haven't seen him in a long time. Where is he? We should go find Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! Sean! Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!